Can you feel it? Oh. You're gonna need a fucking dosimeter. Let's go, Phil. Pass me that. Oh, yeah. Drink that milkshake. Welcome back. One ninety-seven, still alive. That's <laughs> really what's the fucking difference. How's everybody? Welcome back, Monday Night Rage Ball. I'm in a, I'm in a fucking mood. Oh no! Yep. Deathless. Oh, it's just the fear. It's so thick. I can smell it, and it smells delightful. I love it. It sustains me. <laughs> oh! I'm gonna overdose on lactose. Too many milkshakes. Rumble, YouTube, Entropy, Spotify, Podbean, Twitch, all the other places. Welcome to welcome to hell. As you can see, this is where murders happen. And when we're done, we put the bodies in the coal burner. No evidence. Uh, no, we're good. We get away with all kinds of shit down here. It's wild. And don't worry about the police because they tip me off. They call me, they give me tips. It's fine. It's all good. Oh my goodness, it's, dude, it's turning, it's happening, you can see it. I can't wait, there's so much shit. I hope I don't, I hope I don't, uh, cry tears of boog. Tears of boogaloo. It's amazing. I gotta turn this down, Phil, as good as it is. Sangre por sangre the day, the long way today is things have shifted dramatically into another dimension. Canada, of all places, could you believe it, is... It turns out, it turns out we're not beat yet. It turns out that way. And it's escalating and it's, it's, dude, there's so many clues and so many signs that it's like, remember there was that one blade of grass, I talked about this on the Alex Jones show, it's just one, somehow, it made its way from up under the concrete and you blinked and now there's a couple dozen. A trend is forming, it seems to be appearing and that seems to be very, um, very blatantly obvious to me. Uh, and maybe I can explain it better to you now in over the next little while. Thank you guys for coming back. You love to see it. I love to see it. I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Did you guys like the screen? Greg Arcade does an amazing job. You know, I'm on a run. And I got some I got some great one of the greatest US presidents of all time. One of just a just a great, you know, the guy saw, you know, could see it. He knew what was going on. Ronald Reagan, you know, you made it the, the Reagan, Reagan dissident, 21, hilarious. Great job, Reagan. And I got clips from him and I got all the kind of, people are fucking getting, uh, they've had enough in places you'd never have seen it before on, on a, during in the middle of the, one of the worst days, snowy and shitty and cold. Nope. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people on one coast and on the other coast, they're hanging political leaders and effigies outside. <laughs> An effigy outside the outside the legislature building. Did you not hear that? You didn't see about you, why, why didn't you see that? That's weird. 
Well, I got buried. They don't want you to know about that. They're rioting in France. They're rioting everywhere. It's the, the you, dude. <laughs> it won't hold. Oh wow, Jim Freedom says, "Oh, your buddy. I, we got pictures. We got it all. We got it all." And I got video. And I got a. I got a, a video, dude. I have never in all my years in the military, every Remembrance Day, all the time, so many times, every hockey game, every day in school, we stopped and we would stand for the National Anthem. And the only time it ever made me, I had to choke it back so I didn't cry. I'm thinking about it now. I'm going to play it later. and You guys are going to fucking weep tears of boog was in New Brunswick this weekend. Thousands, thousands of people. It was it was a beautiful thing to see. You know who hates it? Commies. You know, they hate nationalism. They hate. And look at that. All these people. None of them waving. There was not an Antifa flag in sight. There was no BLM flags or rainbow flags or anything. It was just Canadian flags and Canadian people saying, this is enough. We're fucking, we're, we're getting pretty tired of this now. And once the ball starts to roll, it can't be stopped. It's gravity. Sorry. Sorry, guys. So hats off to you, New Brunswick. I'm going to, we, we got more. I'm going to save that till towards the end because it's just, oh. It's wonderful, you know. Evidence violates TOS. How you doing, brother? Thank you very much. He says, hey, this last weekend I pondered our recent fuck you moniker me <laughs> Friday. All right. Cam is boog because boog is key. I think so. Minecraft woo flu 2022 doesn't interest me the way Warcraft boog 2022 does. Only a lawnmower will shave clown world's afro. Long live Diagalon and worldwide Europa. Diagalonian salute. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Reverend Chan says, hi, anti-hate five-person Christmas coming next week? No, they won't be happy until Christmas is destroyed entirely because they're anti-Christian, anti-white, anti-Canadian, anti-human monsters that, um, you know, are quickly now, it's unraveling, and it's just hilarious. It's really hilarious. I, I find it, imagine, if you can, that you're, you're, what you do with your time is being an activist on Twitter, which isn't even a place. <laughs> I'm going to tweet things. Wow, that's that's something. And under government funding, by the way, you're going to support the government by tearing down independent, you know, grassroots uh, movements because the government pays you to do that and you, and you call yourself anti. It's hilarious. Um, and, and we outnumber them dramatically. Dramat- There's tons of people in this community alone that have bigger followings than they do. And yet they persist. And year after year, a decade now, how long have you, you idiots been doing this? And you have you have the reach of a three-year-old child that can't reach the counter to get the cookies they so desperately want. And you'll never grow up. You'll never be tall enough. You'll never be a real boy. <laughs> never. With all your money and all your, nothing. You just can't break through, can you? Why is that? Why is it that we've gotten this big so far, reached so many people, and yet you... Still wallow in irrelevance. I wonder why that is. There must be some kind of a clue. Perhaps the content that you're basing yourselves on. Uh, the disingenuity. <laughs> is that a word? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm in such a good mood. I'll make up words. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Sergeant Bear says, I vote you get the FAFO rapper guy on the show. Loza Alexander is the guy's name. I would. I'm pretty sure he's pretty famous. I don't know. I would even get a hold of that guy. But yeah. Great. I love his I love his work. Rhino Sugar Rocket says we need a remake of this song, Let the Commies Hit the Floor. Cheers. But well, I mean Greg Arcade is available. <laughs> Cheers, Thank you, sir. Merck says, I feel it down in my 
Plums. It does. I, you can. You can. You can smell it. You can sense it. Chris WT Burke, great show earlier. I watched that. If you don't, if you're not aware, before this stream, he usually does an hour of good old, uh, you know, live music and you know, chatting and this kind of thing. If you're bored, you got nothing to do, you want to hang out with your friends, go there. The East Coast Kitchen Party. Chris WT Burke, and he does another show, Faith and Liberty with Harris, who I was on last week. I don't remember what day that was. It just flies by, but uh, great job. And he says, Char- Char- Charlottetown, wow, Charlottetown Police Department is threatening arrest of the praying bigots for harassment. Yep, they will. That's all they care about is just do what I say. Do what I say and do what I want. Where did I write this down? Because did I? Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, it really, it really is this simple. Politics is, is two kinds of people. The people that want to be left alone and the people that won't leave them alone. Which side are we and which side are they? It's very simple. It's very clear. Ours is based on leave us alone. This is what we believe to be true. This is our, these are our beliefs. These are our values. This is what we cherish and want to protect. And let us have it and leave us alone. That's it. And theirs is, well, they're petty tyrants that want us to think like them, act like them, believe like them, do like them, or else, or else they will punish us. They will do things to us. We'll do things to you because they're the good guys. You're not. You're standing on a mountain of lies, of degeneracy, of filth, of hatred, of bile, of just petty, childish. That's what you, that's the ship that you've built that you're trying to sail across, you know, the sea of hopes and dreams. Well, I got news for you. It's not going to make it. It's a shitty boat. It's made out of shitty materials. Have you seen Chaz? Did you see the garden they tried to build there? These people could, they can't even build a tomato garden and they're going to conquer the world. It's pathetic. They'll eventually become so frustrated that they're going to be like, well, we'll just force them. We demand death. We, We want them in camps. And I can't wait until you go that far because then it's just, you know, smash glass in case of crazy and and it's over and then everybody's just free to deal with you as they see fit because i mean that's self-defense principle isn't it that's the non-aggression principle we just want to be left alone and you won't let us and then you're gonna go you've arguably already gone too far and you're starting to see the results of that i wonder why you know because for no reason at all canada was such a wonderful amazing place except it's also the most racist place in the world apparently Despite being the most multicultural country in the world with the fastest changing demographic in the world, not our choice. Nobody asked us. But that still makes us somehow the most racist country in the world. I can't imagine how that how that works. They're they're hypocrites. They're liars. They're just just give us stuff. Just give us what we want. And it needs to be destroyed because it's destructive. It's toxic, and it leads to violence and death, as it always does. It always does. Todd Salerno says, next, I'll donate 7.62. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Robert Illegal. Oh, he's already beat you. Well, no, it's the same one. Uh, how you doing, man? He says, if you're aware of the Ukrainian wheelie bin challenge, ignore this message. If not, look into it. It's the less than lethal version of the Dagalone dumpster drops. I've, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Ukraine has been throwing their politicians in dumpsters. I appre- Absolutely. That's a great. I love seeing it. It's very entertaining. Uh, it's where they belong. It's where they belong, in, literally in garbage bins. It's where they belong. Uh, Booger, a.k.a. Eastern Promise, out chopping wood, he says, by the moonlight and taking in some range, getting the boiler nice and hot and ready before we toss the commies in. <laughs> Long live Daglon and shout outs to my local bigots. Thank you very much, sir. Windsor 519 says, you need to check out Rogan's latest podcast with Dr. Peter McCullough. 
If I had the time, it, dude, the t I'm just, I had a bunch of stuff going on. I had, you know, my son's birthday this weekend. It's just been, I don't, I have like 10,000 missed messages on my phone. Later, I don't know if it's 10, it's not 10,000, but it's well into over a thousand. It's retarded. I'm like, I, it's reached a point of like, I'm just going to get a new phone. I'm just going to get a new phone and throw this one away. I don't even want to, I let it go too long. You know, the grass has grown too far. It can't be mowed now. It needs to be burned with a flamethrower. And that's just, it's too much work. So I'm just going to opt out. <laughs> So I don't know. I'll get. I, I'll try to watch stuff. But he says Canadians uh, were using a repurposed drug, Favipiravir, for COVID, and it got stopped. I wonder why. Well, because as we know, this is under the emergency youth authorization for these, you're not allowed to. The only way they can do it is if there's no other means available. It's all we got. It's an emergency. We have no other way to help these people. What can we do? Oh Lord, save us! Well, thank goodness we have this. Except there is other alternative treatments, isn't there? And they're suppressing it and, you know, threatening doctors with having their licenses. They are pulling licenses of doctors for doing it. So, you know, wonder why. Because people can't make money. That's why. They need to make their money, so they need to break their rules to make their money. And it's all unraveling, and people are figuring out faster and faster. Everything's getting bigger and more angry and more energy. Jude, you can just see it going. It's that little that little fire is like, ah, it's, it's getting sizable now, and it doesn't have any, doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. What's going to happen? Are they go, what are they going to do? They're going to say, oh, well, we're going to lock you down for Christmas. Oh, that'll make everything better. That will make everyone reasonable. <laughs> well, we'll restrict you from grocery stores. We'll, 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 we'll. What are you going to do? Not only do you not have the temperament, the intelligence, or the mental fortitude to, to do and carry out what you need to do to win, you, you, you literally don't possess the faculties to do it. You don't have the numbers. You don't have the boots. You don't have anything. You have a pipe dream. You have a pie in the sky, you know, a little cloud that looks like Lenin. And that's all it's ever going to be. I hope you've enjoyed your run, but it's high tide now. You know what high tide is? <laughs> you know, I always thought it was fascinating as a kid. It's an interesting metaphor. Here on the, you know, or, or any coast, really, and in, on any coast you're at, maybe it's not as common in other places. I don't know. But as the tide comes in, it goes out on a beach. It doesn't happen quick. It happens so slowly and imperceptibly that all of a sudden you're like, oh, geez, the, 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 the beach is high tide or it's all gone. But if you sit there and that's how that's where most people are. Most people are, are, are just sitting there, not really paying a ton of attention. And it's coming in, though. Until it touches them or it knocks over their sandcastle or their beach towel gets wet or whatever it was. Oh, geez, the tide wasn't even paying. How did this happen? I was, oh, geez. That happened quick. It does if you're not paying attention, but we're paying attention. And I've noticed that the high water mark has stopped increasing. In fact, what I've noticed increasing is the resistance and the pushback and the rhetoric and the anger, and that's what's increasing. They can only go as far as they can go, and then out we go. Now we're going to go in the other direction. <laughs> right? I'm, dude, I've seen I've, every comment section, every news story, they're disabling comments. They're disabling all. Disable the thumbs down feature. Disable everything. All the evidence that you could use to point to, hey, people are pretty upset with you. They're disabling it. They're making it go. trying to sweep it under the rug. We're not going to push that story. We're not going to interview them. We're going to delete that, ban him, censor this, do this. And it's becoming more and more, faster and faster, more and more rapid. They've lo they're losing control of it. They're losing control of it. And um, it's inevitable. It can't be stopped. And the only move they have, which is more restrictions, more totalitarianism, more authority, more boots on the neck, is only going to increase the problem. 
And every time they go too far, they wake up even more people. Lee Sui says, disabled dislikes, so you think you're alone and disagreeing. And that is, that's the crux of the whole thing. They want you to feel that way. They, want you, they don't want you to have any sense of community. They don't want you to have any, any sense of kinship, that there's no one out there but you. There's nothing. You're the only one that feels this way. You've got no chance, so just surrender. Just surrender. Some of the people we're talking about, and I'm gonna, somebody remind me of this later, the Ryerson thing happening on the 18th. Bernier is going with uh, Randy and a bunch of people and, and a doctor there, a scientist, right? And they're going to be like, hey, we exist. These are our feelings and thoughts about things that are happening, and we, des- we deserve, like anyone else, to have them heard by, you know, but they don't want that. And the commies want to go, you know, shut that down because therein is another problem. But look how many people are showing up now. Look how much, you know, bigger and, and faster it's going. They don't want you to think this. They want you to think you're entirely on your own. There's not hundreds of experts and thousands of doctors. There isn't the Great Barrington Declaration. There's not riots happening all across the world. There's not six million people in this country that just simply refuse. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. And they'll tell you 99% of the Canadian forces is vaccinated. Wrong. Wrong. I've seen the SharePoint screenshots, guys. It's not 99%. It's closer to 89%, actually. So they're going to decimate the Canadian. We're going to cut 10 to 11% of the military. Where are all those thousands of trained killers going to go, I wonder? Probably to go work at Walmart and then, and then obviously naturally be super subservient to the government and be so thankful that they live in a country. And so fair is this, obviously. Clearly, that's and and they'll and the police that they fire too will join them and they'll all lock arms and they'll and they'll and they'll just start singing. Won't they? Everyone's just going to get together and we're all just going to hit the streets, you know? Thank you, government, so much for firing me and for destroying my life and for oppressing my children and muzzling everybody and threatening everybody and coercing everybody. I love it. I've never been so fulfilled in my life. I've never felt so much purpose before. I can't wait to go be a wage slave, go to my food bank, stand in line, scan my QR code, and kiss that boot. I just can't wait. Turn it off. It's never going to happen. These people are going to be obviously very upset. <laughs> right? They've taken what may have been a peripheral issue, maybe there's something going on, and slammed it right in their face to the point that it's going to destroy and ruin their lives, you know, more or less. And as Owen Benjamin said before, you know, oh, no, you've been kicked out of hell. All, what you've really done is given these people a real purpose now. You've shown them a real enemy, a real problem, a real group of despicable human beings that are intent and have no problem with ruining your life and destroying things and making it difficult for you, your wife, your children, your family, your husband, your parents, everybody. And it doesn't matter what the facts are, what the stats are, what the numbers are. I don't care how many studies you have. I don't care how many doctors you can pull out and show them this and do that. I don't care how many lawsuits you have, how many petitions you have. I don't care how many phone numbers you have or how many you know picketing marches you do or how many MLAs or MPs that you call. I don't care. It doesn't matter because if you don't have the will to fight, if you don't want to fight and want to win and, and fight all the way to the end, it's pointless. You're already beaten. It's a, it, this is obviously a very spiritual battle. I, I, obviously, why else would they spend so much money and time and resources on your spirit and not building it up? 
We don't have heritage commercials anymore. We don't have the national anthem anymore. We don't have anyone talking about how great it is to be here, appreciate where we came from, what the people have had to sacrifice to build for us to, to live here. That's all gone. Instead, you have shame, shame, shame all the time. Colonialism and racism and, and shame and more shame and everybody shame everybody. Negative, toxic. They're trying to break you. They're trying to break your spirit and, and break your, your mentality, all of it. So I don't care how much evidence, whatever you have, that is the most important, crucial aspect of fighting is that you want to fight. Even if you got nothing, all these other things are byproducts of that. If you want to fight, if you, if you, you want to resist and you want to say, fuck you, make me come get some, I'm not laying down. I'm not letting you take another inch. I'm not doing it. Everything else will come. You'll find the evidence, you'll find people, you'll find... For, but you have to have that attitude and that spirit has to be kept alive, and that is the most important thing. So thank you very much to you guys from the people that came before. Chris Burke is going to have James Corbett on, on their show uh, soon. I said he was one of my first non-retarded online teachers. James Corbett's a very smart guy. He lives Canadian, lives in Japan now for a long time. Um, you know, from guys like him to, to Dawson and everybody else and all of you people in, in the community... Past, present, future, everybody even just supports and, and shares things and um, you know strikes these conversations and sends things to their friends. The tireless efforts of this are these people that refuse to just let it go. They're, we're not going anywhere. Because this means something to us. And, um, you know, I've said before, my, my resolve and spirit, I mean, I have bad days too. I feel like shitty and whatever, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm, it's literally, uh, it's infinite. I have an infinite resolve, and you'll have to kill me. And I wouldn't recommend doing that either, because, well, there's quite a few people would be very upset about that, and then you might ignite something you're not ready for either. So there's really no moves left for these people, is there? Your spirit is everything. If you want to fight, if people really want to fight against people that are only half interested, they're literally LARPing. They're play-acting at this. They're suffering nothing. They have all the support of the government, the media, the corporations, the celebrities, everything, and they still can't handle it. They still, they, and we're just starting. We're just getting off the couch now. It's just starting. This shit is already over, in my opinion. The result is not in doubt. How we get there, who knows? Could be bumpy, could be messy, but uh, I know where this ends. Tony. Love you guys. Double it up, Bill. Sleep with one eye open. The Boog Man cometh for Cirx. Hellbilly Deluxe says, Good evening, bigots. Shekel for the muted. I'm never... Shut your mouth. Hoopla Platter, thank you very much for that tiny emoji. <laughs> Billy Masterson says, Lovely of that faggot Tony to rebroadcast this all for free. Thanks, Tony. I don't even care. No one listens. All re- Rent-free! Rent-free. So many milkshakes. I own you. I own you, Tony. I own your fucking life. 
How much do you think about me in the run of a day? <laughs> I spend this much no time until someone reminds me. Daddy's home and it's time to put your toys away. The ultimate fear of the Cirque. Mitch V. Fox says, due to the overwhelming physical weakness and overweight nature of many of these dirty politicians, can we change their plan to build back butter? Yes, we can. Um, that's their plan, but it's just... Man, I, too many people refuse to surrender. They f- just simply refuse. And the harder you try and squeeze them, the more they'll fight you. This is like ingrained in humanity for thousands of years. There's so many stories. Why do you think people love these movies? Why do you think people love something like Braveheart or The Patriot? Coincidentally, two of Mel Gibson movies. <laughs> Why do they love it? Why do they love these stories? Why do they love 300? Why do they love reading something like, uh, what's, the, what's the name of the movie? The, 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 the uh, 300 is based on this book. I read it before a long time ago. It's great. It's uh, Hot Gates, I think, or The Gates of Fire. Uh, about the Battle of Thermopylae, people overcoming, you know, and defeating a far superior, you know, force that they have really no business even. Fu- it's just, dude, that's what life's all about. Why, why do men climb mountains? Why did anybody look at Mount Everest and go, fuck you, mountain? <laughs> what are you doing, father? I'm climbing that mountain. Why? Because nobody ever has. And look at it, sitting there all smug and big like nobody can do it. Well, we'll fucking see about that. And he died, and then hundreds of other people died trying. But eventually, somebody pulled it off. And then everybody did it, like the four-minute mile. Everyone thought it was impossible. Roger Bannister comes along. They thought it was outside the human realm of capacity, outside the physical musculoskeletal... Muscular skeletal... Whatever the word is, your body, it's, it's, it can't be done. It's too hard. It's too ridiculous. It's too impossible. Mark Thiel said, are you not entertained? Gladiator, right? Another great movie. So no one tried because they believed it was impossible. And then this guy comes along, beats it. And then in the following years, dozens of other people did too. What changed? Did they start injecting them all with steroids? No. They just knew it could be done. So they tried harder. They tried harder than they ever thought possible. David Goggins talks about this. The Navy SEALs talk about this. The 40% rule, right? When you really, when most normal people, I mean, these guys probably not, <laughs> but they, they're unstoppable. They're physically unstoppable. Mentally, they can't be defeated. That always drew me to those guys, the, the, the tier one elite special forces guys, guys like, you know, Devin Larratt and other people I've, I've met through my career. And they're just like, dude, it's different when you meet them and work with them in person and, you know, feel the energy off of these guys. Like, they are indestructible. I mean, you can kill them, obviously, but this guy will crawl across a field for kilometers with no legs if he can. If he can just take one more shot at throwing a grenade at your ass. And they will. And they do. They say it, the 40% rule is when, you know, when you feel like, dude, I'm broke. I'm done. I'm beaten. I, I got nothing left. I've never. You're only 40% done. You still have 60% in the tank. You've just never been pushed this far. And when you're pushed that far and when you tell your body, your mind, your soul, it's like, we're not done. Your soul is the most important aspect of you as a person. Your heart, your soul. I mean, your mind can be tricked. Your brain can be taught lies. It can, do, it can, it can lie to you, but your heart doesn't lie to you. And if it says, we're not fucking giving up, we're not going anywhere, we are not dying today. People crawl out of plane wrecks. They do all kinds of crazy things. And then it forces your mind to expand and go, okay, I guess we're not quitting then. So let's find a way. And they do. We're not even close to done, guys. We've got so much, so many reasons. We've got so many things going for us. 
Um, Joseph Gulls is finally on days off and can catch up on what's been going on. Cheers, bigots. Hail Daglon. Thank you, Joseph. The Blue Tacos has met another person on Sunday while buying Freedom Seeds. Turns out it's another separate Rumble group who is also wanting to be left alone. Every day it's a getting closer. Right? And and so when we talk about the... And I'll, I'm going to get this toward the end because it's just... The, the effigy hanging of the politicians outside the BC legislature. There's a reason you weren't told about that. I, I first learned about it from an Australian that I follow. Australia told me about my own country before I did. That's how I knew there was something strange going on. You think that would be a big story? Well, and also people protesting outside the chief medical officer's house and in, in, in PEI and everywhere. Like things are progressing and escalating and they're trying to pretend like it's not, which is a tell. It's a tell government media people. Uh, you're scared. You're scared because why, why wouldn't you report that? Why don't you want people to know about this? It's what happened. It's pretty significant development. Quite an escalation, I would say. You're scared about it. And what I really love about that, the, the people in BC, I have no idea who they are. I have absolutely, hand to God, no idea who did that at all. Which means there's more of us. A lot more. There's a lot more. Right? We're all in echo chambers and they do what they can to censor, suppress, stifle everybody. But imagine if there wasn't where we would be right now. Where would we be if there was no censorship? Imagine if YouTube never censored us once at all and we still had the original same YouTube channel. We'd be at fucking 200,000 people by now. Easily. That's why they do it. Because you're winning. Because they're afraid. All they can do, they're just rapidly... You know what this is? We're we're literally like... <laughs> That's the song. I need a good one. Oh man, I gotta find a good song. I don't. I don't think I have one. Nah, it doesn't matter. It's it's like a, it's like a killer from a mo- like like Halloween or Freddy Krueger or something. All they're doing is running through the house and like throwing chairs in the way and turning over bookshelves and like locking doors. All you can do is slow us down. But we know how this is gonna end. Jodie Foster or uh, you know whoever. Woman from Scream, you know what I mean? All you can do <laughs> is try and slow it down. And yet here we all are, more of us than ever, bigger than ever. Despite all your effort, how demoralizing is that? And that's why they don't tell you. And that's my job. That's what I can do. I'm not a scientist. I'm not, uh, I'm not a politician. I'm not a, money, I'm not a billionaire. I can't fund things. I'm not a, but I can do this, right? The, the, the will and the spirit to fight is the most important thing. And if I can throw if I can throw logs on that fire, I'm going to do it all day. I'm going to throw things that shouldn't even be in there. You're not supposed to burn plastic, Dad. I don't care. Throw it in. It'll melt. Get it in there. It's going to start a chemical fire. I hope it does. Put it in the put it in the burner. <laughs> oh, I don't know who those guys are, but we're everywhere. We're all over the country, you know. And the only thing stopping us is. We're not organized, but it's happening anyway. Organizations are happening anyway. We've got very similar uh, groups all over the place. And wait till these dots start connecting each other. And then it just... Oh, you can't wait. The Ferryman says, if you didn't catch Derek's chat with Dr. Phillips, go watch the replay on DLive. It was excellent. I heard about that. I didn't have time to catch that. I would like to watch that, though. That may that may make it into my... Busy, stupid schedule of problems I create for myself. Mitch V. Fox says, Our local ski hill is literally labeled ski passes with green for vaxxed and blue for unvaxxed. If blue, not allowed to go inside, lodge for washrooms or anything. They brought sea cans for the blues to stay outside. Fuck them. I would... Don't go there. Do you need to ski that bad? 
don't give them money. Don't support people that do these kinds of things. That dog, man. Dog Biden. Don't, don't, don't give them money. They don't deserve it. They don't, they, they've chosen a side. They've chosen government. Uh, they've chosen compliance. Vote with your dollars. Say, I'm not giving you money. I don't, I haven't, if a place is doing it, I'm out. I haven't gone to, I'll just work out at home. I don't need to go into these gyms. I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not getting fake passports and doing anything because I, I can't. I'm not doing it. I'm not helping you because you deserve it. Uh, that dog. Uh, Filthy Weasel, thank you very much, sir. He says, I need to give a shout-out to an exceptional BC bigot that came up huge. Granted a request to make Christmas a little merrier for the Weasel family. Cheers to Mitch V. Fox. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, special mention to Willie Pete BBQ. That guy rules also. I remember him. I hope he's still doing well, I assume. Um, a couple of solid bigots of Dagalon helping out a complete stranger. This is an amazing community. Death to Stalin. Yes, it is. And that's something else you see. So many people having Christmas parties. And there's dozens, dozens of people showing up. I've got so many messages, like the ones I have taught. And it's like, dude, that, this is great. I'm like, I know. I know. I told you. I told you. It's worth it. It's worth the time and the effort to find your friends and fail. Try and find again and fail and keep finding. Eventually, you'll find them. And it's you need that peer group. You need that community. You need that support. And that's why they want to shut us down. That's why they want to cancel everything. That's why they won't let you have flags or symbols. That's why it's important. It's important to have these things because they won't let you have them. If they wanted you to have them, they would. You guys can hear that, right? That dog works for Circulon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! Ugh. What are you going to do? Uh, it, is a, it is a great community. Um, th- yeah, you're right, Greg. I should. I'm going to fucking deal. Anyway, and that's the thing with the, you know, the flag and the community and the whole thing and people get together and they're like, I don't feel like they're strangers. I don't feel like I've never known these. I feel like I've known these people a long time because, because you have, they're, they're you and you're them. It's your tribe. It's your people. Um, you know, and we're looking for you. (laughs) We're trying to find you. Um, so, you know, I, I can only do a little bit to, you know, as much as I can, but there's so many, these telegram, telegram has been a fucking godsend. It's, it's everywhere. Well, we'll shut it down. There's literally like a hundred channels. You'll have to just delete the app, I guess. And I don't know that. Anyway, but too late. All these people already know each other in person. They can exchange. Oh, you're going to cancel cell phones and phone phone numbers too. Like how how far do you think you can do this? It started with banning Alex Jones on YouTube. And now you're like, we'll lock you in your homes forever. So you can't. (laughs) You're just asking to be destroyed. Uh, the ferryman says, according to the Canadian government's own data, there have been 19 deaths of people between 0 and 19 in all of Canada from COVID, statistically a 0% chance of death. But let's penetrate them all anyway. One of those was probably that poor kid that was in Alberta that they said, another COVID death, this poor kid. He had a brain tumor. The poor child was dying of cancer, which we can't apparently do anything about. We can come up with miracle vaccines from five different companies just like that. Normally it takes 10 years. Normally, it would take that much longer on top of that, so 20 years, to build the inventory to deliver all these. But yet, somehow, just within six months, it's amazing. Don't question it. Don't ask questions. We did it. But cancer, nah, sorry. can't. can't nothing can be done about that because there's a lot of money in treating cancer. Patients, but not in any money in curing them because the world's run by evil people that are uh, evil. That's it. 
it really is that simple. And when you understand that and go, oh, okay, it's 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 much easier on the head. It, it's their way to be like subject. Well, it's subjective, and you got to look at it through the lens of nah. Now, there's no reason for this. There's no reason to withhold uh, treatment and, and, you know, medical expertise from people that could use it. There's no reason for that. There's no reason to profit off of sick people. That's evil. Fuck you, die. That's evil. I hate you. Die. <laughs> right? Fauci in the 80s was doing that to eight people with AIDS. He's an evil, monstrous human being. Ferryman says, it is a great anthem, though. It is. Billy Masters says, drinking... My last beer as I watch. Time to fash up now. Everything is possible. I wish you well, sir. I gotta, I mean, I gotta, it's not good. It's just become such a gimmick to the show. I don't normally, unless I'm doing this, I'm not, I don't drink really. And before I started doing these streams, I didn't drink at all for like seven years because I was a health nut. <laughs> I was doing pull-ups for like all all day for something to do. Um, anyway, uh, Johnson666 is just signing in here for I Drink Your Milkshakes. Monday. What is Philip up to? He's doing a lot of. I mean, he he's doing the same, maybe more cocaine than ever. I'll give him that. But he is he is doing a lot of push-ups. Gary will be happy to know. He's getting jacked. He's getting. He wants you to like look. Look at his delts. Look at his. Look at him. Look at his back, dude. Philip is jacked right now. He is ready to crush. He's ready to fucking do some damage. Merck says, "Who has uh, more balls than Babe Ruth?" Tony's chin. Oh. DJ Cogdell says, I've been hanging out with NYC Bit and his lovely girlfriend for the last few days now after driving a thousand miles so we can get a feel for each other. Holy mother of God. How many Cirques would do the same during the pandemic? We can't lose. I, Dude, our, we're on the right side. We, we're tapped into something that's real and tangible and you can just, you can feel, when you when you feel something and you're like, yeah, this is, this is the fucking way. You can't be stopped. You'll die first. It, it's like a superpower. And they don't have it. Dude, this is the enemy. This is this is a typical example of what you're up against. And some of the guys were covering the, uh, um, the, the Ryerson thing with Bernier and, and Max, all these guys. And there's a, a, a terrorist, or, well, a communist. They're basically terrorists. A communist literally wearing a shirt that says Bolshevik on it like it's not evil and fucked up. Have you heard of the Holodomor, you crazy wench? Yeah, you starved like 20 million Ukrainians to death. That was just the first wave. Then there was the other, you killed another 40 million people on top of that. The Bolsheviks. Great, great. Bayoneted the royal family to death and butchered everyone. Oh, yes. Great job. Great job. And they're, and they're going to go counter-protest that, that thing on the 18th at Ryerson University. If you're in the area and you can make it, go there. This is, this is an opportunity... To face these people in real life. This is who we're really up against, right? So here's here it is. There's Max, Randy. I met both of these guys and spent time with them. I'm a, I'm a fan. Don't know who this guy is. Dr. Paul Elias Alexander, former HHS advisor, research scientist. Saturday, December 18th at 1.30, Bond Street and Gold Street, Ryerson University. If you're in the area, if you're nearby, go and support the guys. And guess what? You know who's going to be there? The enemy is going to be there. The bad guys. The commies. They're so scary. This is them. This is literally them. They barely possess, they don't even possess the upper body strength to raise a fist above their own shoulder. At a combined weight of 400 pounds, these four people. <laughs> Look at this. I've seen more meat on a Christmas ham. Nice Terminator jacket, by the way. That's, yeah, that's really going to cover up for the fact that you don't have any chin. I've never gotten laid. 
and, uh, you know, couldn't fight your way out of a paper bag. But, you know, please tell me more about your revolution. Dog, I'll come up there. I will fuck. Literally doesn't bark all day until now. <laughs> it's like candy. Maybe the dog. Maybe the dog works for them. I don't know. Uh, Canadian Roughnecks is great. Meet up on Saturday. Met a bunch of amazing people. Thanks to you for helping us bring us together. I I love seeing it. It makes me happy. That's why I do it. I just go yay. You know, bunch of people have contacted me and said, "Dude, I had a great." And and now you know what? A lot of these people are friends for life now, and they're going to find more. And they're going to find more. And these people are held together with a loose. And not even accurate understanding of the ideology they represent. They have no idea what they're even representing. They have no clue what they're talking about. Uh, they can't debate anything. They have no clue. They're completely lost, completely ignorant. And, um, man, that is that is not a good position to take going into a fight, I can tell you that. NYC Bit says, please send help. When DJ Cogdell says, feel for each other, what he really means is he forced me at gunpoint to scalp a circ he had tied up in his trunk so we can... Trust each other. Well, I mean, trust exercises are you know important, guys. All right, <laughs> Cormac Kerr. I like the number, and this is sad, but um, I mean, uh, you know, we're here for you, man. I, I and you know, I'll probably see you again. We're we're nearby each other, so um, I sent you a message earlier. Uh, and uh, anyway, Cormac says uh, my dad died this week. But last month, he took me out to various outfitters and completely re-kitted me with a Gucci civilian version of an infantryman's kit and then some. Even a $100 compass, for fuck's sakes. Plus, he left me a mighty cache of... Uh, redacted. I'm never going to fold. That would be disrespecting my lovely old man. Just that alone makes me never want to quit. Never mind all of my friends... And family and people like my grandfather's memory who I would be disrespecting by going, you know what? It's not that important. Let them have it. I mean, it's just easier. I'll just take the easier path. It's wrong. And you know it's wrong. You, can, you have to resist these people. And what did, what did Reagan say? There's another great quote of his. People that choose comfort or choose the easy route or choose safety rather than danger deserve what they get. They deserve to be slaves. They deserve a master. You would rather hide away from a fight because you might lose. If I fight, I could lose. You could, yeah. You could, you could lose. We're going to have a fight and we could lose. But if we don't fight at all, we will definitely lose. Definitely. That's how we got here. Nobody was willing to say anything, do anything, stand up and be counted and put their face and their, 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 their necks on the line, their money, their careers. He's an old dog. He'll be gone soon. All right, right, right. Let's shut them up. You, you got to speak to them in their language. If you don't fight, you're definitely going to lose. Um, you know, and as an homage, to, I mean, this guy, this struggle has been going on for decades. This is not new. What we're going through now is not something that just happened in the last couple of years. It's not Bill Gates. This has been going on literally since World War One. before then. The same, you know, the group of people 
have been working towards this goal, this endgame, for quite a long time. It's very well documented, and, you know, it lasts generations. This is a struggle that has been given to us by our, our forefathers, and we, you know, they, they did all they could and struggled and, and sacrificed and suffered so much to keep our freedom and, and keep the, the, you know, the world we have and that we were inherited that is now in danger of being lost. And he also said, freedom is only ever one generation away from being lost. It's only, that's it. It's all it takes. One generation, it's all gone. It's all gone. So it's our duty and our responsibility to do something about this and and fight this. So check this. Check this out. And and you know, if you're if you're if you frequently get war boners and ruin your pants, tape it down, Patton. Tape it down. You're probably going to want to do that for this. Let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better read than dead. Or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.
hilarious. I did it again. I'm such a boomer. Oh, boy. Com check, indeed. We'll have to go back. Can we rewind? Let's just... <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's one of those things. <laughs> I gotta get through some of these more. We'll go back. We'll get back to it. It's important. Hellbilly Deluxe says they finally sent a Terminator back. Rage the Hound got your six. Well, we could we could use it. Can I, I dude? So I I need I need that. I need that light, man. I need to have it. At the, the chance going. But I, I always should know when the chance going. It's like something horrible has happened. Something horrible is taking place. That sucks. I wish I had. Uh, I should go back and... No, I can't. I can't listen to it. Um, Cadillac Slim says, But when Boog uh, want to see the black and white flying high, baby, good Monday to you. Bring them too. Bring them to the Ryerson thing. Bring it all. Bring it all. It's it. Dude, if we can't go out and face these people in public, what the fuck are we even doing? I'm thinking about going myself. I, I'm probably not, because it's like an 18-hour drive. But you never know. Uh, Cam is key. We can only hear the dog. Shut the fuck up. CRJ says protest pick. I see bol- two Bolshevik groupies, one 90 pound Jew and a fat tranny with a front hole. Yeah, that's that's about right. Uh, Quinny the Great says, was it work? And there was a flyer on the wall for a mobile vaccination clinic. My buddy looked at me and said, I didn't know poison was going on tour. <laughs> Black guy bigot. Thank you very much, my man. Scott Baker uh, says, feeling the pressure and animosity at work and in the community, but the momentum in this group is equal and so much more powerful. We want to meet the dog. Bigots love dogs. His name is Toby, and he's very um, ornery. He's quite a, quite a person, quite an animal. Hellbilly Deluxe says, shekels for the muted. I get it. Yes, thank you. CRJ says, now hiring Ragecast lip readers for the real-time transcribing. <laughs> Everybody's such a comedian now. Lost Death Boog Dog says, my lip reading is getting so much better. Oh, well, it's so- I'm get. I'm glad we have these. These screens came in handy. Redacted. Full dress carp says, "Can we get a rewind?" Yes, fine. Chelsea says, "No need to worry about a hot mic with you, pretty frosty." Shh. I am going to. Oh, I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. What did I say? I don't even remember. It's one of those things. You did it to yourself. I know I did it to myself, but I was trying to spare you the noises of me like coughing and doing, you know, moving my chair around and moving things because it interferes with the. Excuse me, but I need to speak to my therapist. We'll be right back after these uh, messages. <laughs> Amel C9M says Ryerson is global homo central. Say hi to Wendy Kukier, who is critical in giving us the BS gun grabs since the 90s. Oh, Roger. <sighs> what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> Silent scream. That's bag abuse. I'll abuse you as much as I want. I don't remember. I don't. I honestly don't remember. 
I don't want to play it again and be like, what was I, what was I saying? See, I fucked it up. But at least you got to hear Reagan, you get to hear Reagan talk, right? It's obviously a spiritual struggle. It has always been. And he said it in there. He, they want what's in your heart. They, because if they get that, you're not going to fight. And if you're not going to fight, uh, there is no fight. And you've lost. So you're not allowed to have heroes anymore. You're not allowed to have symbols, heroes, culture, songs, music, flags, anything. Not even a cartoon frog. No, it's all, it's all bad. It's all wrong. It's all evil. I would rather, I would literally rather die than let them take another inch for free. And I, you know, more people than ever are seeing it now. It's like, man, that, and I should just get to it because it's so good. This was Moncton on Saturday. Uh, and I spent a lot of time in New Brunswick. I lived there for a long time. It's not a big place. It's like 700,000, 750,000 people, something in the whole province of New Brunswick, right? Only St. John, Moncton, Fredericton, and a bunch of little nowhere places. <laughs> Tiny towns like in Saskatchewan or something, right? For thousands of people to show up. On a shitty cold December day, and they want to—they want to talk to us. You're, you're a fringe minority. You're a fringe. I don't care if we're a minority. Is a minority of two million people insignificant? How about four? How about six? Thought we were supposed to respect minorities. I thought minorities were supposed to be protected because they were minorities, and you know the danger of the mob and what they like to do with minorities. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, if you didn't see, this is Moncton, New Brunswick, just not long ago, Saturday. It's a couple of people. And before I get to the last one, I mean, when I look at that, that is a lot of people on our on our side, man. I also see a lot of a lot of people that need help. They want help. They're scared. They're they're upset. They're confused, and they're concerned about the future. <laughs> what are we doing? What what is anybody doing? How can you see this? This is this is in Canada now. It's unthinkable that this this could be the same place. This is New Brunswick. I I, I struggle like the, the, my brain like refuses to like what? Like I lived here for a long time, and this many people brave that weather to come out and do this and and just show everybody like this is how many of us there are. A lot of families, I see a lot of kids, the people with their dogs, their parents, all, all ages, all kinds of people. A lot of Canadian flags. And what does that tell you? It tells me that we're not beat yet. Not yet. 
after all the money they piled into it, all the shaming, all the demoralizing, all the all, all of it. This can still happen because the f- you know, the harder they squeeze, the worse it gets. So check this out. What if I can get the last one here? Dude, never in my life. I'm, you know, it, it's almost, it's almost makes you speechless, right? So, whenever you f- look at and, and internalize this and burn this into your mind, look at all these people. Look at all the, look at the signs they have, the flags, all of it. Every time they want you to feel like you're on your own, you're demoralized, it's over, give up, fucking, this is just one town in this country. This is just one place. This is Moncton, New Brunswick. They're all with you. They're all depending on you not to give up, and they need your help. This is what I see. I see thousands of people in the streets going, somebody help us. This is fucking insane. This is our town. This is our people. This is our country. It doesn't belong to Bill Gates. This doesn't belong to Pfizer. This doesn't belong to fucking anybody. This is our home. These are our children. These are our families and parents and grandkids. These are our streets and our buildings. Who do you think you are? What <laughs> kind of unholy force possessed you to think you could just take this and there wasn't going to be a fucking problem? That nobody was going to show up. That's just one town. And this is a big place with a lot of people. And they're not all warriors. They're not all here to like rah, rah. I see thousands and thousands of people that are like, I, you know... We're pretty fucking concerned. Canada is traditionally not a place that there's no riots and protests. That doesn't really happen here. People are pretty comfortable and, and cozy and fine. Things are not going well here, guys. And especially the people that are in the, in the police and in the military and, and guys that are retired. Listen, we're a certain kind of people, right? And if you guys want to, anybody that's not of that vocation and things, you want to join us, that's fine. That's great. More the merrier. Not everybody's made to, to fight things and do whatever, but I, I see, look at them all. They, you know, they need help. They want help. They, they need this to end. This is, people are suffering and dying and hurting.
are you going to are you going to stay home? Are you going to ignore this? Are you going to put on sports ball? Pretend it's all going to be fine. Everything's just going to go away. Like there's not thousands of people just in one town, millions of us across the country that have like had enough. Do you see pro-government rallies of thousands of people? Do you see pro-COVID rallies? Do you see pro-Blaine Higgs rallies in in New Brunswick of thousands and thousands of people? The most they're going to do is tweet on their phones. They're not going anywhere. They're not even going to get off that couch. They don't care. They're not going to stop you. On the other side, there are thousands and thousands of people that got out in the weather in December to go out there and say this and do this and be part of this. So when I see that, and when we see that, and these guys that I'm, I'm telling you, your people are suffering, and the government is doing it to them. They're not on your side. Whose side are you on? Are you on their side, or are you on the state side? Because it can't be both. It can't be both. You can only serve one master. And you know what? When I see this, when I went overseas, when I fought in Afghanistan, we buried guys, and we played the anthem, and all that shit. Coffins are draped in flags and all of that. I didn't think when I thought of protecting Canada, fighting for Canada, it wasn't Justin Trudeau and Christian Freeland and Dr. fucking Strang in the back. Oh, geez, I hope Dr. Strang's okay. I thought of scenes like this, thousands of women and children and people of all ages all over the country that are relying on me to to, to fucking check their six and make sure everything's okay. Everything is no longer okay. Things are not okay anymore. Things are far from fucking okay. So if I need a mandate, if anyone needs a mandate, well, why should we do anything? What should it be? There it is. Do you see it? Are you looking at it? There are thousands, millions of people in this country that are not doing okay, and they need help. I would rather die than let them take another inch for free. I am not handing this off to my children to deal with. I am not going to condemn them to, 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 to this kind of life. I am not going to trade. That was the key point of the muted portion. I will not give them. I will not trade basic things like dignity and being able to, to go to a movie or fly on a plane like everybody else. Because Big Pharma wants to. My dignity as a human being and a free citizen of this country, and and definitely as as a veteran, is not for sale. So you can take that and take all your mandates and all your needles and all your shit and shove it straight up your shithole. I... Oh, you don't like my rude language? You're going to like a lot less what comes after this if you don't fucking stop. Motherfucker, I'll I'll fight you, do you understand? I will physically fight you. And I'm good at it. So are my friends. Are you? Are you good at it? Do you know what you're fucking doing? Not for free. None of this is coming for free. You wanna get at my kids and my fi- you're gonna have to come right through me. And I got a big back. I got a big shoulders. Big ones. I will, I will throw a hundred pound rucksack on and chase you down. Wrong saloon. Wrong country, wrong people. Wrong timeline. Maybe, maybe try China or North Korea.
sale. Hell, Billy Deluxe says, White's got a theory that the Omicron may be there back out due to pushback. My thought it will be their undoing. They want too much. Sergeant Bear says, Reagan in that video, what's worth dying for? He says, my fucking sons, you're not getting them, you evil fucks. The level in which I need to prove that fact is up to the other team. Solid copy. Hashtag FYMM. Karen SK, respect for all the vets and those still serving. People have to remember, they don't need to have served to fight. Correct. I descend from ordinary, untrained people who fought the British Empire and won. All attitude. It's all spirit. That's just me blowing, blowing on the kindling. That's right. That's how you get a fire going. Fuck authority. They're evil, man. Our dignity is not for sale. We're human beings. We're not animals. And it's not even just here. It's everywhere. It's happening all over the place, man. This is uh, this is Britain, like the other day. Why, why didn't you see this? That's a few people, isn't it? I think that's Trafalgar Square in the UK. Is that David Icke? Probably is. Look at all those conspiracy theorists. You look at that sea of people and then and then try to make believe that you're you're the bat like like we're not winning, you know? The audio is terrible, but I mean scenes like that were unthinkable not very long ago. And here we are. This is uh, Germany, also, just the other day. Uh, where's my... There we go. Do you know what they're chanting? No, it's not Liberté. We're, they're not saying freedom anymore. That word is Widerstand, which is uh, German for resistance. Far from alone, guys. Far from alone. And far from beaten, it would seem. We haven't even started trying yet. And this is where we're at. I got another one from France for later, but I want to save that one because it's just so good. This is Alberta. This is Edmonton. A friend of mine sent this in. It's over an overpass. <laughs> Why wasn't that in the news? We're exploding. This attitude is exploding. 
and you're they're creating an environment that which to not resist becomes more painful than resisting, and hence this is what happens. They're greedy and they're arrogant, and they think they can just push you around. I feel bad for them in a lot of ways. Not like the upper echelon decision makers, string pullers, people that are getting personally wrenched like Teresa Tam, uh, Strang, Henry, uh, Higgs, and, and the, the, the people that are in charge that have a, a, a duty, a responsibility, a sacred obligation to look out for your people first and foremost. You haven't done that. You've failed. And not only have you failed, you've actively chosen the other side support the narrative. I've had whistleblowers tell me, people that used to work at CBC as recently as last year, tell me that they took money to do this and the condition was don't talk about the bad things you don't criticize this you don't this is what we want you to say so say it or your funding gets pulled that's where we're at now they don't get any mercy you picked a team and don't cry to me when you're well i didn't think i would lose well you did chop (laughs) oh look at him swing and they'll say that's extreme do you know what's extreme Thinking it's okay to bar people from grocery stores. Thinking it's okay to segregate our society. Thinking it's okay to mass inoculate all of our children and then take away the rights of people for not wanting to be part of your sick fucking reality. That's extreme. That's insane. And as far as I'm concerned, every option to resist you that exists is on the table up to and including... You understand? Do you hear me? Is that, is that registering? Do you get it? Do you understand what you're doing? Because... I understand what this means. I understand very well. You ever see a guy's head fucking explode? You ever see a person just cease to exist before your eyes? Have you ever watched somebody bleed to death, struggling, fighting to survive, but they're beyond, they're beyond hope or redemption, and it's over for them? Have you, I've seen all of these things. I know, what you're, I know where we're going and where you're taking us, and you have no fucking idea. And you think this is just going to end with chocolate cakes and high fives. You're going to go home, and we're going to, hey, yeah, raise up the banner, everybody. Put it up there. Oh, we did it. Yay. You picked a fight with the worst people imaginable. This is the worst mismatch I can imagine. There is no bigger mismatch in the history of the universe, and that's kind of the funny part. I'm positive now. I wasn't always, but in the last, seeing this, as long as people exist, there's, we're going to fight you. And our fuel, our motivation is the strongest that there can, that there can be. I love my children and my friends and my family more than myself, and I will happily die on their behalf. I will happily fight all of you by my fucking self to buy them 30 seconds to get away. And I'm not the only one. That is an, you can't beat that. It's impossible. It's never been done. It will never be done. 
Ask the Viet Cong. Ask the IRA. Ask the Sons of Liberty in the 13 colonies. Fucking ask the Taliban. When you're willing to go all the way and suffer any number of any number of horrors, we'll do anything and everything all the way up to and including all of the things we can imagine. You can't beat people like that. They're, they're just right, and you're just wrong. They just want it more than you. The end. That's how it's going to end. This isn't like a tax. This isn't like, uh, I really don't want to buy an electric car. See, because they, they're not communists, right? They just believe in central planning, centrally you know, planning the economy, telling people what to make, what not to make, what to sell, what not to sell. That's not communism. No, no. It's only a central tenet of communism. But this time it's not communism because reasons. Because, you know, costumes like that guy I was talking about on, you know, Telegram earlier and like, uh, fascists wear black and commies wear this. They're so fucking stupid that they 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 dumb down political ideologies to like costume choices and color schemes. And I was like, bitch, I will wear a, a floral Hawaiian shirt. I will get one of Max Bernier's old shirts and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pair of board shorts and flip flops while I fucking tie up. And it's you know. You have no idea what you're you have no idea what you're doing. They're gonna mandate electric vehicle sales. Oh yeah. They want quotas that hundred percent of all new cars by just twenty thirty five, a hundred percent will be electric vehicles because it's their job because they believe in the free market economy, which is not the opposite of, of communism. Communists believe they got to control everything in big state, big government authority. You have no will of your own. They will decide everything for you. You will, your life will be planned out minute to minute from the day you're born to the day you die, preferably for Stalin or Lenin. That's how they operate because they're, that's what they're like. They're evil. They want to control and dictate everything to everybody, but that's not them. They just want to tell the auto industry what to make. Because it's free market capital. Free market is whatever people like, they will buy. Well, they're not buying enough electric cars. Well, we'll just make them do it. We'll just make them do it, won't we? But anyway, that, that I didn't even read it. That uh, Over the overpass, Edmonton, quote, Kenny changes COVID-19 rules to suit his own Christmas plans. Thank you for exposing how an authoritarian regime works. Rules for thee, but not for me. But this is still about health and not control, right? We're living through history right now. This is a moment in time. All of these, people say, what can, I, what can I do? This will impact people. This will make a difference. How do you fill up? You'll say, oh, well, you know what I'm doing? I could do this. It's just a drop in the bucket. How, well, how do you fill a bucket? You fill a bucket a drop at a time. That's a fair size drop in a bucket. Keep, keep doing it. This can't continue forever. The more we resist them, the harder they push. It was just two weeks. It was just a mask. It was just this. It's just that. Now it's just get the QR code and submit to global banking enslavement. Or you don't get to eat food. Well, it's just a nine millimeter round. It's just a tree. It's just a ditch. It's just a hole. It's just a history book. I want to come back to Israel, but first, in terms of having this extra vaccine. This is the CEO of Pfizer, by the way. How would it work? Like right now, I think your expectation is that 
people, you've said there would be like an annual booster, mm -hmm. but if you need to put this vaccine in place, mm -hmm. would, would it be like next year people would get two shots? Mm -hmm. We don't know yet. You don't know. We don't know yet. I, it could know. be that um, one, uh, first of all... I don't know how much money I want to make yet. It could be a lot more, could be a little more. have not decided how much I want to rob you. Well, I repeat, it could be that we don't need one. Right. And we will know. The good news is that if we need one, we will have one. And isn't March. it become almost... And if we have one in March, just to answer, I don't know if we will need just one booster on what already we had, or you need to go from the beginning, that will be the worst case scenario, but you need to start the whole series again. We don't know that. We, we may have to give you everything all over again. <laughs> um, aren't you like a billionaire executive? Why, are we, why do you have any say in this? You're a businessman. Your opinion doesn't matter. Uh, we didn't elect you. We don't care what you think. Um, and we particularly don't really like you. In fact, a lot of people want to hang you, and, and rightfully so. So, there's that opinion. Then there's this. This is the actual news. This is just real life. This is Manitoba. New cases by vaccine status. Fully and partially, uh, double. Double the unvaccinated. Interesting. Yes, but please sell us more of your products that clearly work so well. They work so well. If you just want to measure this based on does it does it protect me from the shit or not, that alone is reason for every kind of investigation <laughs> and criminal, uh, you know, poking around as exists. And it was only just for, you know, we got to protect grandma. We got to meh, meh, conspiracy theory. Everybody knows this. I mean, mostly everybody on our side knows this. But I want you to view the other the people that are not on our side yet. Many more of them will come. They fell for a fucking ruse. They were ambushed. They were they were kidnapped and abused and sodomized and the whole thing. But they've escaped and they're they need help. Help help them. Help them. It's the twenty percent of people on the other side that are religious zealots, cultists. They can't be stopped. They can't be saved. There's no redeeming them. They're disgusting, irre irreparably damaged human beings. But the other 80% in between, you know, people just want to be left alone. And they, and they did what they thought they had to do to, to achieve that. They were wrong. They made the wrong decision. But to not open the door for them to, to come in and help help us push is, is, is just a strategic mistake. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. And if any of us were born in any other time period with a different upbringing, with different life experiences, it could have been you. It could have been me. I could be sitting here right now under different circumstances, different career choices, different who knows where life takes you. I could be sitting here with uh, two shots and thinking about a booster and then went, fuck, I have, heart con I have a heart problem now. I am I'm going to go on the internet and say some shit. That could have happened to me. Easily. There's two teams. There's them and there's us. And those people are us. They've just been... Well, they got they they got to them, but the longer this goes on, the worse it's going to become, and the worse it becomes. The crazier they are, the crazier they are. They, they, the the harder they push, and the harder they push, the more people notice. The more people notice, the closer they are to destroying themselves. And now they want, now they want booster shots, endless booster shots. But not only just for you, the children too. It was a conspiracy theory. It was never going to happen, but you know now we need it. And from today, 
I can confirm that the NHS COVID pass is being rolled out to 12 and 15 year olds for international travel. 12. Allowing even more people to be able to prove their vaccine status for travel where it is needed. From today. They're proud of it. They love it. Uh, Those people are making a pile of money to do what they're doing. They're not on your team. They want to force children into the, like, despite a zero percent, basically statistically is less than a zero percent, like a zero percent chance. It's almost zero. It's like zero point zero 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 something for anyone between ages zero to 19 to die from COVID. It may even be less than that. But we still need to stick them with all this stuff and subject them to this control network because, you know, we care about you. We're Pfizer and we care. Uh, GDR says for for you for whoever you feel needs it for Christmas. Thank you very much, sir. Um, I do have some some things to. I have some people to help, but uh, thank you. I will do that. Hellbilly Deluxe says bought an old diesel because it will run on biofuels and used engine oil. I like my payments of payments of exactly zero. GGR again says for people that force the public to do things they sure don't seem to know much. The answer is always, we don't know. Yeah, let's follow the guy that doesn't know. Well, they're the experts. The experts just can't quite tell you what's going on. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Zodiac says, Mark Paravalos had a great analogy. The co- that's uh, Canada Poly. Is he still on YouTube or do they kick him off yet? Says, the Coca-Cola CEO recommends you drink two liters of Coke at every meal, right? I made this before with the McDonald's. Imagine McDonald's has captured the government and says, hey, you got to get a you got to get a six-piece McChicken meal every Friday, and if you don't, the police are going to come. They're going to see your receipts. Let me see you bought your McChicken meal. Did you eat your chicken nuggets? Did you eat your whatever? Well, this doesn't make any sense. How does it? I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit because I want to live in a better world than this. And you're in the fucking way. You represent this world where it's okay to not think, uh, you know, not have a soul and just do what you're told regardless of the fact that it doesn't make sense. That's not a population, a country, a people, a human race that I want to be a part of. I want away from those people. And I want to live with people that, you know, are the opposite of those things. Go, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm not going to enforce this on people. That how, how, how? Like, you're beneath me. Do you understand? You're, you're not. You're all of us. You failed horribly. You sign up to protect people, and what you really did was just, I just want to be told what to do and have a gun. Cool, man. Aren't you fucking, aren't you impressive and spectacular? save the rest of that for later but yeah that guy sucks that's the united kingdom and now they're they're flirting with the fact that uh maybe we just gotta get everybody maybe we just gotta get everybody and this is disturbing in the united states i don't imagine it's any different canada they're all connected it's all the same tucker carlson does his best uh he, he doesn't move he's kind of a robot when other people are talking but national institute of health is that what it is this is this is fauci's people right just listen to this. Don't even. Well, it's not. It's on Fox News. It's not true. Well, then why don't they sue him to oblivion? Because it is true. They just ignore him and pretend it's not happening. We didn't know anything about this in December. We were starting to get rumblings. China said there was some sort of an outbreak on December 31st. But Peter, De- I'm sorry, not Peter Dazic, Dr. Barrick 
signs a uh, government um, deal with Moderna. I want to I read it exactly to you. This, this deal was uh, made. It's confidential. It's 100 and, I don't know, 58 pages long. Um, it is, if I skip to page 104, they are entering a specific private confidential agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring technology to Dr. Barrick, but that what they're making clear is, quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by... I'm just going to also copy Tucker's face just for the... Because it is insane. By NIAID and Moderna. Now, this is weird because it's two weeks later that we know there's a problem. They sign that deal two weeks before, and they sign it with the doctor who happened to be a partner with the bat lady in Wuhan. Here's where it gets really dark. These are the same group of people that in the end of January begin to have meetings and they shut down and begin to smear anyone who's looking into the lab leak theory. They, They establish that's not true. Don't treason. even look it's treason. there. It, it appears to be collusion. I, you know, we've passed this on to several people in uh, Congress and the Senate. We know Rand Paul ha- is on this. And Dr. Fauci has some answers to give. I don't think we need any answers from him. I think we know exactly what to do with him. This is in Germany. Well, this is how... <laughs> They can say it's about health. We're trying to keep people safe. We're doing it. You say whatever you want. We've all now seen the ugliness beneath the veneer of you pretending to care about people. So you pretended to care about Black Lives Matter, refugees welcome, diversity and tolerance, and all the usual suspects. You see, the same people that were all about that are all about this. You were never about helping anybody. You were never about, you just wanted what you wanted. And you like to feel like you were morally superior without having to fucking do anything about it. You wanted all the accolades and the back padding without having to do what it takes to get those things like suffering and personal sacrifice. You're not about any of that. You're about gimme, gimme, gimme now. I'm a weak baby, and I want everybody to love me. So I'm just going to do what everybody else is doing and then violently attack anyone that points out any flaws in our behavior. And I know this because the same people that did all those things are now they're doing things like this. Well, I mean, yeah, there's some pretty scary stories. I mean, uh, uh, just have to go north of Austria, which is obviously Germany. And there are three stories, I think, that tell a really good story. Uh, the first one was reported in Die Welt, which is the equivalent of uh, The Guardian uh, in Germany. And it's essentially about the ritual humiliation of children who are asked to go to the front of the class and state their vaccination status daily. Those who are vaccinated are applauded. Those who are not have to uh, explain why they're not. Can you imagine them doing this to your kids? Your kids coming home crying from school like, Because they're the good guys again, right? They're not. They're evil. Who would humiliate and stress out a child? A child in school. A fucking psychopath would do that. An evil person would do that. 
So no, I don't have any remorse. I don't feel, do you think you went a little too far? No, in fact, if anything, I'm holding back and I'm not going nearly far enough with the rhetoric and how these people should be fucking dealt with. Just let them talk. Just listen to them talk. Go into their, go watch their Twitter pages and their feeds and their comments and, and, and just, they'll tell you themselves what they want to do to you. So that's the one story I think that really kind of uh, should raise an alarm bell for people who are for the mandate. Uh, the other one is the discussion of wristbands for people to go <laughs> shopping and those people who don't have the wristbands. Oh, no yellow star this time, Germany? That's a shame. Bands won't be able to go shopping. Uh, in, across a multitude of stores. Uh, the third one, which I think is possibly more reminiscent of 1930s Germany, is uh, was an attack on coffee shops who were giving out coffees for free for, um, for people who were either vaxxed or unvaxxed. And that was in Berlin, and it was reported uh, in the Tagesspiegel. And in fact, the, the, uh, the campaign against that, uh, the, these various coffee shops was launched by the Tagesspiegel itself. What they're doing is evil. They're they're setting people apart, setting them against each other. It's um Ronald Reagan again. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for this for them to do the same. We're still here. We can still fight. We can we can still not surrender. It's, it's our job. They're humiliating children at school. They're taking people's careers. They've segregated our society. Can you imagine being a 14-year-old kid in high school or 15, 16 in high school in this, in this environment with social media and how vicious and nasty? You remember high school in the 90s alone. Imagine it now. And now you have a, you've got a wristband. You're unvaccinated. And what, kind of, what kind of life is that going to be like? And they can't look you in. Oh, no, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Don't worry. It's just for safety. Every day they become more, the, the mask comes off more and more and more, and I just go, you disgust me on a molecular level. The hair on my arms and hands, it, it literally bends away from you when you walk near me. You repulse me that much. In fact, if you walked across my lawn, I would probably salt the earth just to kill whatever it was you may have left behind, you sick, disgusting monster. How long after January 4th will having received two doses of the COVID vaccine no longer be considered fully vaccinated? We are reviewing the definition of what uh, will be uh, fully eligible. We certainly are encouraging all those that are... Of course you are a goblin orc creature, man. ...eligible at present for the third dose um, to get theirs and... Uh, Guys, not possibly, not maybe. The third dose. It's never going to end. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Will you stop it? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. How many doses do you think... <sighs> They're figuring it out. We'll be following the immune protection of a third dose against Omicron. And this creature who's making all kinds of money to, to lie and fuck people like this, I, no remorse. No, you know what? No one's even going to remember who the fuck you are, dude. You're going to be just into the wind.
to understand what immunologically represents the best protection against Omicron, uh, and that may change the definition of what is fully immunized. What data? Where's the data? Where is it? No one will give it to us. In fact, Pfizer won't even release the safety data for 75 years. Why isn't that on antihate.com? Because I'll tell you why. They're funded by the government to push the government's line, and the government's line is the globalist line, and the globalist line is evil. They're evil. They're all evil. They've always been evil, and they're never going to stop. This is life on Earth. Surprise! This has been the struggle since time immemorial. Bad people, good people, fight. It's been this forever. I don't know what else anybody else is bothering with. What else are you doing? Golf? Fucking golf? Who cares about golf? (laughs) Are you kidding? It's all so tiresome. Oh, I had a video I wanted to play here. Yeah, that's pretty bad, too. I'll just go to the comments because it's easier. Um, uh, Lost Death Boogdog says, From Canada Emergency Act, uh, Serb to Canadian Recovery Act, CRB, and now Bill C-2, Canada Worker Lockdown Act benefits, moving towards UBI, jabbed only quickly. Universal basic income, I told you. They're going to, and that's going to be another carrot to take. You lost your job, you lost all your shit, well, just go get the needles. We'll pay you to stay home and do nothing. You can feed your kids. You can buy them Christmas presents. Hey, and, you know, that's what they're going to do. There's n- they're not above anything. Where's that horrifying Santa video? There's nothing that's, you know, look at this. Dear Santa, I don't want games. I don't want toys. Just get me the COVID vaccine. This holiday season, there's no better gift than peace of mind. Get vaccinated today. Visit covid19.nj.gov. 0% chance of death, but, uh, you know, we need to brainwash children now and make their parents feel guilty and so on. They're going to come at every every way, every way you're going to feel soft and vulnerable. They're going to say, you're hurting your children. You're a bad father. You're a bad mother. How dare you? Just go get it for their sake. You know, it's, uh, how, how, how can you see this and not go, damn, these people are, <laughs> they're evil. That is what they are. North Point says there seems to be a tiny Jewish minority that's overrepresented in big pharma CEOs, bankers, law firms, hedge funds, Hollywood, pornographers, social media executives, nearly all major media companies, billionaires, lobbyists, Vanguard, BlackRock, Blackstone, Soros, Pegasus, APAC. Very strange. Well, I can't speak to personal knowledge whether that is true or not, but I would encourage anyone, if that interests you, to find out if that's true. And if it's true, what does that mean? What does it mean? Zodiac Z34 says, yes, Mark is still around. Uh, Canada Poly on Rumble. DTS and fuck Cirks. Right on. Thanks, man. I, t- I had a- He was on once a long time ago. I wonder if he still watches. Lone Star Texan says, may the South rise again. By God, we'll have our home again. Fuck yes. The government, my, ha- my man, my homie, how you doing? He says, all, all government buildings should have mandatory wood chipper statues. Just to remind them who they work for. My it is right. It is. That is how it works, unfortunately, in the world. And if you can't impose your will or defend your will or whatever through physical means, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. There are zero times in history where anyone's, if they were incapable of defending themselves, their will was ever respected. It's just how it works. Do, do rapists like throw themselves on a woman and she goes, no, don't do that. And they go, oh shit, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize. 
No, I want this, and I'm going to do this to you because I know you can't stop me, and then that's that. That's how the world works. That's why it's imperative that we be able to stop you. That's the only thing preventing you. Woman holding a 45 doesn't normally get raped. You understand? Hellbilly Deluxe says, new use for golf clubs in Dagalon. Uh, hockey sticks as well. Canadian Roughneck says, I think the average height of Canadians is going to increase due to longer necks. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Pilot Mike says, let's just head for the beach. They get more and more emboldened by the day. Thank you for bringing us all together. This is the most important fight of our generation, our lives. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. This happens every hundred years. And it's our turn. CRJ says, forget Gen Z. This will be generation damaged goods. Right? No kidding. I got to find something quick to... Uh... Oh, you know what? Did I get this one already? I think I did. Oh, right. I'll play this one. It's another example. Reagan called this man. He knew all about these people. Because it's never changed. Because evil is always the same. There's people... And again, if you're religious, cool. Good for you. If you're not, cool. Good for you. It doesn't matter to me. But there's no denying there's a lot of things in, in you know, say the Bible that are like timeless where it's like illustrating in an example how, hey, so people are shitty. People are basically lion scum and bastards, and they'll do these things to you, so don't uh, do this. Stay away from them, you know, that kind of thing. It's t- you know, bad people are bad people. There's, no, there's been no difference. But anyway, check this out. I'll be right back. And I'm not going to mute myself when I get back. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose that war, and in so doing, lose this way of freedom of ours, history will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. One side in this campaign has been telling us that the issues of this election are the maintenance of peace and prosperity. The line has been used, we've never had it so good. But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for saving our economy. So our next president has a different job to do, building on the progress that President Obama has made. No nation in history has ever survived a tax burden that reached a third of its national income. Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share. And yet our government continues to spend $17 million a day more than the government takes in. When you think about 90%, you don't think that's obviously too high? No. We haven't balanced our budget 28 out of the last 34 years. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. Coverage is there. There's no more cuts to make. It's really important that people understand that. The U.S. debt level is fast approaching $18 trillion. That is well more than $55,000 for every man, woman, and child in the United States. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. This is the most important part of the whole thing. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. 
You know, it's funny, sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. Because if you've got a business, that, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Reagan knew. It's not just that the election issue of that election has been the issue of our lives for a long time and only we're now we're seeing it so close to the end. We're so close. They can smell it. You know, they're getting close. And they rushed it. They're rushing it too fast. Too many people are noticing. And <laughs> they're poisonous. There's no strength in, in, in pr the irony that they, they, you know, they call us all of the things that they are. You're hateful. You're so divisive. You're so, that's you. That's literally you. They act like I get up and I'm motivated in the run of a day because I hate them so much. I must destroy them. That's literally you. You know, the first thing I think of before I get this shit is you're not, you know, I think of my sons and my daughter and my friends and my niece and my nephew and everybody else. And I'm like, you know. You're not getting them. There's no way. I'll do whatever the fuck it takes. You're not coming anywhere near them with any of this shit. Nope. Nope. As long as I'm alive, I will fight you for every single goddamn inch. I will never give you an inch for free. It's over. It's done. I'm done being quiet. I haven't been for a long time. It's going to get worse. I will find you wherever you go, whatever you try, any, any place, any time. It's not happening. Not for free. And I don't think you got the parts. You don't have what it takes. You haven't... You have not been where I've been. You you don't know how the fucking depths that these guys are going to go to. You have no idea. You're a spoiled, rich, entitled debutante. You're the bourgeoisie. You want to talk about a workers' revolution? I'm the worker, motherfucker. I was a soldier before I ever did any of this. You think I forgot how to do that? You think we all forgot? Where this came from, what it meant to us, what this place, this people, all those people in Moncton, all these flags, all the, all the ups. Dude, you picked the wrong saloon! imagine as intense as it was to dismount out of an, out of an enemy out of an APC into enemy fire did that imagine if the people in the other end of the guns were bloodthirsty communists that hate children
12 o'clock, coming in hot. I'm bringing friends. We fucking dream about it all the time. God help you if you cross that river. Ron Baker, thank you very much. He says, Kimberly Tara says, if there's anyone who's going to build it back better by Jesus, it'll be us. Power to the people. I think I was talking to that person the other day. That name sounds familiar. Hail Billy Deluxe has spent a lot of time alone. Spent a lot of time alone in the mobile service truck. Have a lot of time to think. I need a fabricator. The Cirque disposal tools I want to build. And uh, I... Well, yeah. We have a policy. <laughs> you all know what we're talking about. You all know what's going on here. We all know what's going on here. All right, I got to bring this back to sensibility, common sense time. And again, I I don't want I I'm the last person because again, I mean, I don't I didn't I like it in the sense that I got away with it, right? I I went to a war and I. All that shit that happened, and I got out, and I didn't lose a fucking finger or a toe, or I mean, my ear is fucked up, and my back hurts, and my brain is scrambled, and all that. But generally, as, as on the scale of how bad it could go, like fucking erased from existence by a tank shell or an IED, like I did pretty good. I did okay, and I'm happy about that. I'm like, yay! I don't want to do it again. It takes a kind of a man or woman, to sign up to, to go to war intentionally in the first place, it takes an even greater one to do it again a second time, knowing what you're getting into. A lot of my friends have multiple tours. Okay. Uh, we're the last, we, we don't, you know, we don't want anything to do with this, but how much can we, how much can we, put up with this is Rand Paul in the United States who is again one of their the the son of legendary Ron Paul I mean Rand's okay Ron was the was the shit of course he's a white supremacist evil neo-nazi that's what they say to everyone this is another thing that you need to remember these are their weapons this is all they have this has been and it's worked for a long time that someone would Avoid a topic or avoid a, a certain uh, opinion or thought because you would be labeled, you know, whatever. And you can call me whatever you want. I don't. I really don't care. Whatever, whatever you say, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm me. I'm not anything. I'm not a. Uh, there's no label that affixes. There's no box that I fit in. That I. That's. A, <laughs> I'm not a part on an airplane. Okay. I'm a human being. We all are, and we're all, you know, having an experience. That's what they do. They have to put people in boxes and arrange them and organize them and make sure because everything the same, everything the same. They're control freaks and they're such control freaks that you must fit into what category. Like that's just how their brains work they, or, or don't work, I guess. So they'll, they'll call you things and say, well, if you don't care, then what do what they got? Not much. Complaining a lot, complain brigades, but... That's, uh, we're starting to outnumber them there too, aren't we? Anyway, uh, Ron, uh, Rand Paul says the vaccine zealots won't be happy until they get your newborn. Take that to the bank. 
There's a clip here. What happened to follow the science? And remember, no one has been more wrong than Dr. Fauci. Masks don't work, then one mask, then two masks, then vaxxer mask, uh, then it's vax mask booster, and now it's uh, vaccine mandates for grandma and grandpa if they want to come visit over the holidays. Anyway, now you better get your booster or else you're, you're not fully vaccinated. Uh, he's the same guy who said we wouldn't need, we wouldn't have vaccine mandates. We would never have vaccine passports. He also appeared to lie to Congress when he said the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in the Wuhan virology lab. That is, until his own NIH said that they did. He downplayed the evidence. It was overwhelming of the lab leak theory. And he even, by the way, after he was warned otherwise. Here with reaction, Senator Rand Paul, who has had his number from the get-go, from the beginning. Uh, you know... I want to go to this follow the science. You're you're a medical doctor. Let him talk. Kids now. He's a doctor like his father. Again, Rand Paul's a doctor. So's Ron Paul. Do you know how many doctors you're opposing? Where was that post? Like, (laughs) this is just a taste. I didn't even I didn't even put all them in. There was another couple of links. Um. Oh, where'd you get that on Facebook? Did you derp it ding a dingy? Um, no, uh, let's see here. This is from a post on the board. T.me slash Raging Dissident is the board uh, on Telegram. I encourage you to get that app. It's one of the last places for now until they censor it and they delete it forever. But that's just going to exacerbate the problem. So I hope that they do. Here's a list of various doctors trying to bring you the truth at great cost themselves or losing the licenses. Some of them have been assassinated. I'm not tongue in cheeking that. I mean, literally, they've been murdered. Search for them on uncensored search engines and platforms such as DuckDuckGo, Telegram, BitChute, Rumble, and Odyssey. Uh, there are two Nobel Peace Prize winners and one nominee on the list. Michael Yeadon, former Pfizer VP. Michael Malone, mRNA inventor. Peter McCullough, who was just on Joe Rogan, I understand, most published on coronavirus. Vladimir Zelenko, a Nobel uh, Peace Prize nominee. Carrie Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test and says they don't work. It's pointless. And, and look at the rest of them. Judy Mikovits, Sherry Tenpenny, Geert Vanden Bush, Roger Hodkinson, he's Canadian, Luke Montagnier, David Martin, Naomi, Naomi Wolf, Ben Tapper, uh, Michael Lake, Richard A. Batar, Avzal Niaz, Ryan. It goes on and on. Look at this list. Look at it. You, so, I'm sorry, anti hate. Do you know more than all of these people? All of these people are insane and racist, are they? I'm asking Tony, Kurt, Evan, anybody? Anybody got an answer? Josh, of course you don't, because you're fucking idiots. They're all insane, because that makes sense. One or two or three or five, maybe. A dozen? Well, now I'm getting suspicious. Hundreds, thousands of doctors. What's more likely? Thousands of doctors and experts and Nobel Peace Prize nominees have simply lost their minds? Or really rich billionaires... Have compromised our system and have bought people off. Which one's more likely, do you think? It's an honest question. You're on the wrong side. You're you're on the wrong side. To get into a restaurant, have to be vaccinated between the ages. But the rate of that you give it. Come on, let him talk. talk about Hannity, enough. Fits all medicine all the time. 
You know, these people won't be happy until they get your newborn. I mean, they really want to get your newborn inoculated before they leave the hospital. They're going to restrict certain things. You know, they're not going to dispense uh, schooling, but they're also going to try to get them before they leave the hospital. I think it's outrageous and ignores the science. It's all based on this uh, misreading of the science that says we haven't been vaccinating enough and that we're under vaccinated. <laughs> the truth from the CDC is quite the opposite. Over age 75, 97 percent of people have voluntarily chosen to be vaccinated between ages 64 and 75 99 percent of people have been vaccinated so Boomers. we are voluntarily accepting this most people at high risk have been vaccinated this is a disease of the elderly not of children and the thing is is that he's not a bang size he's 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 sort of granting his impulse to authoritarianism his default position is always how can i control people how can i regulate people right it's exactly what i was just saying and it's not i'm not a genius ron Rand paul's not a genius. we're just we're on the same page man what's true is true and we fucking nailed you we know what you are you're evil Evil people want to control other people. Who can argue with that? What good person, what good-hearted good person wants to dictate what everyone else does, not only with themselves, but their children, and thinks their jobs should be threatened, and their livelihoods taken away, and their rights and privileges, and everything that we've enjoyed, everything that so many people have died to protect should be stripped from them because we need them to make them do what we want. What good person in the world that doesn't deserve a necktie? think things like that and say things like that and support policies like that people that don't have things like this <laughs> it's my son's hand when he was born I'm gonna keep it right here I'm not doing this for money or attention. I know what you fucking psychos are doing. And I could not live with myself. If I ignored this and tried to go la la la, I can't because I know reasonably it's not enjoyable. It's not fun. I've had a lot of stress and problems and, and, and things because of it. I've also had a lot of, I've met a lot of great people, a lot of friends But logically, when you think it through, guys, if you surrender, you will die. If you fight, you might win. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm here. And that's why our side keeps expanding, keeps getting bigger, keeps having more people. The, the rallies get bigger. The channels get bigger. The information gets spread faster and faster and faster. You saw the science that we showed. These people, they, they studied the AI, the algorithm, and they said, geez, these people's sphere of influence is growing at a rate of 500% to ours. That doesn't just say that we're winning. We're winning by a mile, dude. It's a matter of time. It's only a matter of time until too many people understand what's going on. And then we'll just simply say, I, you know, logically, I can't support this decision. This is crazy. This is against my best interest. Eventually, people will come to see the government saying, well, we need to have a lockdown to keep people fair. They're going to hear, I have to come to your house and punch you in the face and rape your wife because that's just how it has to be. That's the same, you know, 
they're going to have the same emotional reaction to that statement as the rest of the bullshit lies you're going to say in the future. We're pretty dumb, but we're not that dumb. We're not so dumb that you're going to get away with, uh, it's an Omicron, it's a Delta, it's an Omega, it's the, it's the Pi variant, it's the, it's the Krypton. I've been saying this for a year now. The Krypton Omega super variant, like, like, and that's what they did. They're still doing it. And they, and, and the hilarity of it, that they act like they have moral superiority, like they're smarter than us and they're better than us. I just laugh at them. I'm like, dude, you literally shit your pants today. You, you pooped in your pants. You pooped in your pants today. I smell it. I see it happening. And you're talking to me like I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you this detached from reality? It's almost sad. If you weren't so evil and I wasn't so, you know, anticipating your ultimate destruction, I would feel bad for you that you're this ridiculous. But here we are. So I guess, you know, did I even finish this one? No, I didn't. I didn't play that one. Like, look, guys, this is not like the Canadian army has been hijacked. The Canadian, we're hijacked. We're under enemy occupation right now, guys. Our people, and by our people, I mean uh, patriotic Canadians that, that grew up the way that we did and think the way we do that everyone deserves, you know, a fair shake. We believe in logic and reason. We believe in freedom and liberty. And we believe that people shouldn't be fucked with or, or, or hurt or oppressed. And we don't believe in big government. We don't believe in authoritarian states. That's not, that's never been us. It's never going to be us, but it is right now. That's what we have right now. So if you have any doubt at all, if you're sitting in the shacks or whatever you're doing, um, I'm sorry to say, and I didn't like this realization either. And it's gotten much worse since I've been in. This is not, we are on the wrong side right now. And, it, and it's to my chagrin. And go ahead and ask him. Go ahead and ask the boys. Go ahead and go. Go. I dare you. He's be, oh, you, oh, this, the, 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 the audacity to think that he speaks for Canadian soldiers. Uh, thousands of them, actually. I hear from them all the time. All the time. Thousands of them. Why don't you ask them? Don't, don't ask me. Go ask them. See what they think about it. If they'll tell you privately. Because they can tell me privately, and I've never burned a single one, and I never will. This is what our leadership thinks of you guys. It thinks of all of your, your sacrifices, all the time spent away from home. You missed your daughter's birthday. You missed Christmas. You missed whatever. You got. You had to. You worked that other weekend. That's when your wife cheated on you, and all fucking all. You know the the circus nightmare that it is to just be. In the military, guys, I did nearly 15 years. Don't talk to me. Reg Force, you know, I did a couple in reserves. Most of it was Reg Force. I understand the struggle. I understand the warehouse in Petawawa. I understand the battleground that is the tannery, at, you know, outside Nicky Z's in Fredericton. I understand some things. I understand the struggle of Petersville, of Area 2, of... of <laughs> The fucking rappel tower in Petawawa of Wainwright, the soulless vacuumous doom of the Wainwright training area. I understand this. I am you and you are me. We're just people in the world trying to get by and we're, we're, we're the boys. We're the same. Who is more likely to give a shit about you? Me? Or Lieutenant Colonel Fuckstick? General Dick in his mouth. 
Lieutenant General, bend over. It's critical race theory time. Which one of those do you think really understands who you are and what means something to you and what means something to us and why the fuck we're even here in the first place? Is it them or is it me? Is it us? That's up to you to decide. But you know, I, I, go ask these guys if, if you really care so much. And this is what they, they think of you. National Defense warns of career consequences for unvaccinated CAF members. We'll push you out. We'll destroy you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care that you're an advanced recon NCO. I don't care you've had five tours. You will do as you're told or else. What? But it doesn't make sense. I don't care. We march for Bill Gates now. Eyes right. Salute your pharmaceutical masters. This is why we had the Battle of the Scheldt. This is why Monte Cassino and Vimy Ridge. This is why. So we could salute Bill Gates and make sure that billionaires made tons of money and that regular people in New Brunswick, Canada had to suffer this. Do you understand? Are you going to pretend this isn't happening, man? Man, it's upsetting. It's something else. I never thought I would. I mean, I just never thought of it because it never seemed like a realistic possibility to me that your home and your country could be taken from you by someone else. And it has, guys. It just, it has. According to a spokesman, the mandate that went into effect in April applies to all Canadian Forces members, whether they tele- telework or not. And that those who do not comply with the order could be subject to remedial measures and other potential administrative action. Additionally, Canadian Armed Forces members' unvaccinated status may have additional consequential career implications, including the loss of opportunities to contributing to promotion, which are outside of Canadian Armed Forces' control. Oh, is it? Is it outside your control? Generals who just do whatever they say when an authoritarian regime who has been indicted multiple times for breaches of ethics violations, investigated for corruption of uh, corruption and obstruction of justice. This is who you work for. General, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. I don't even know who you fucking guys are, and I don't care. Wayne Iyer, I know your name, you bald-headed communist piece of filth. Fuck you most of all. Most of all. Most of all. And you know what do you know what wayne if you ever hear this which i very much doubt because i probably have you know just your own briefings on repeat in your head on your ipod 24 7 because you love yourself so much i would die and vice versa more people more troops for each other than anyone is ever going to lay on a fucking grenade for you you're a businessman and a bureaucrat you're not a soldier you're not a fucking protector of the nation. You're a sellout. And it, you know, it's depressing <laughs> to see that. To see so many of these senior guys just get, and they just let it happen. I hope that someday soon, one of you, and I know you guys exist, I've heard, is going to say, that's it. That's enough.
The shame. <laughs> You're all Benedict Arnold's. You're letting our country slip into communist, socialist, authoritarianism when we spent the last, oh, I don't know, entirety of our existence defending against that. <sighs> but, you know, my career. Because it's more important to care about your career and your postings and your qualifications than it is the people you swore to protect, isn't it? They're going to fuck these guys over, and uh, that should tell you a lot. They have no respect for you. They have no respect for the public. No one. And that's what an authoritarian regime is. Do what I say or else. Do what I say or else. That's who you want to, is that who you want to work for? Honestly. A lot of reasons, I mean, for me anyway, I mean, the romantic, the military is romantic, the fighting, it, it, it's great, but it doesn't, it, it's not, it doesn't work, it doesn't sell if you think you're fighting an unjust battle, an unjust, and that's why I quit. I left because I'm like, this isn't, this isn't me, dude. Like, I'm not. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to Iraq or Libya. Why? I mean, it's quite a convoluted answer. Are these people gonna ride their camels and attack the Halifax Citadel if we don't stop them? I don't think so. So, is it worth my life? Speak so some so some pharmaceutical company who needs to har- harvest poppies in Afghanistan can make some money. Does it make so Halliburton can get its fucking pipeline finished? Uh, no, but it is worth it if you think you're gonna if you're gonna take. I didn't appreciate it enough at the time, and I wish I did. But how can you? It's just life. You don't you don't get things when you're a kid. When you really sit and think about what they've taken, it's priceless. There's no, there's no, (sighs) when I was a kid, we all, we all knew each other's phone numbers. There's no smartphones. There was no social media. We just knew their numbers. We'd call them and they were home or they weren't. We'd go knock on the door. They'd be there or they wouldn't. We'd just go run around outside all day. Eight hours, 12 hours, no one knew where we were. No one cared. Everybody knew it was fine. We'd play street hockey across town for an entire day. We'd have, you know, sleepovers and watch movies and fuck around and be silly and, you know. That's even just something as simple as a child... Going to another child's birthday party has been corrupted because, well, is that child vaccinated? Because this is a vaccinated only birthday party and we're doing it at the bowling alley and only the vaccinated people can come. (laughs) So my kids can't go, right? Is that what you're saying? That is what you're saying. And you're okay with this. I mean, it's pretty fucked. 
the irony of it that they'll attack you know us and our minority and at the same time accuse us of being well you were so mean to the black people for so long the irony is i'm starting to understand maybe what they felt like saying you can't come in here you're a dirty nig no you can't come into the bowling alley you can't no uh <laughs> you're the wrong kind of person we don't want you here we don't want your kind here we're going to separate your children we're going to separate the class, the people. In fact, maybe we'll even we're, we're thinking about maybe getting camps to put you people in cuz we just we really we're really tired of we don't like it. You see all this taking place and you don't have a problem with any of it. Restricting grocery store. Where's the article, Tony? They're more married to winning and getting their way than they are the truth abject objective reality. Basic human decency. That's not nearly important to them as it is to just do what they're being told. And they and, and people wonder why. I have no respect for that kind of person. Not only do I not respect them, uh, they're toxic, they're poisonous, and they're a danger to everyone else. Uh, liquid ice, nice to see you. It's been a while since the conversation is over. Time to oil the steel. Ears to the rails, eyes to the horizon. It's time for bullets and beans. There's a storm a-coming, Martha. And it ain't the weather. I agree. Black Eye Bigot says, from 1864 to 1867, representatives of Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and province of Canada, um, with British support, worked together to establish a new country. These men are known as the Fathers of Confederation. Our timeline has a window of opportunity to become the new Fathers of Confederation that aligned with true God. Roger that. Simplified. Natasha C., thank you very much. The ferryman says, I'd like to propose a new approach to recruitment. Instead of find your friends, we should find the Fed posters. They're everywhere. They're already on our side. All we need to do is reach out. People are, because they're the most upset, obviously, right? And uh, that's what leadership is, getting people as together to work together towards a common goal. That's not what the government's doing for you, is it? It's, it's giving you every reason in the world to attack each other, fight each other. Racism, shame, colonialism, unvaccinated, racist. Beep, 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 beep. They're doing the opposite of leadership. They're destroying you on purpose. There's a lot of things we can fight about, guys. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of, it's, you know, welcome to earth. It's complicated. It's hard. But this is my, um, and I, I've been saying this for a long time, and because I'm evil for saying this, remember? Remember I'm an evil, racist, uh, all these things. I don't care what your problem, not that I don't care what your problem is. Right now, it doesn't matter because there's only two sides right now, and we're all in danger. There's us, and there's them. We have this, this elite ruling class that's doing whatever it wants, it's using the government against us and our media and everything else, driving people against each other. We're all going to the same spot, and it's not good. And it's not good. And if we don't come together, regardless of where the fuck you came from, the only thing right now, and you know what? If we win, God help us, yay, then we move on to the next chapter of, of human civilization. Then we go, well, now, you know, maybe there's other problems and other things that arise. But right now, we're all in danger. All of us are in danger, and our children are in danger. If that doesn't concern you, if that doesn't worry you, if if the if what's in your heart is fuck them, fuck these motherfuckers. I I can't take this anymore. They have got to go. This has to end. If that's your mentality, if that's where you're at mentally, spiritually, and, and physically, get the fuck in. Get in the truck. Get in the Boogmobile. Get in the Dragula. All right. That's it. 
We can start with the rest of this shit later. Because if we don't, if we don't survive this, if we don't win this, none of that matters anyway. We're never going to be, we're not going to be around long enough to argue because you're going to have a fucking goddamn microchip in your head. You're going to have to get government permission to go outside. <laughs> you know, who's going to care about anything? Not, none of it's going to matter. I think we're the NDP. The white race, the fucking boys. We're, they're enslaving the world. Do you understand the gravity of what's happening right now? We can fight over this shit later. If this isn't stopped, it's over. It's over. It's curtains. Berta Boy says, FYM. Fuck you, make me. Fuck you, make me. These people need to be dragged from their beds and get... It's a quote. It's not my fault. Billy Masterson says, fuck Petersville. Right. Everybody knows the pain of Petersville. Lone Star Texan says, the whole point of what America was was to rid ourselves of these pesky merchants. Lincoln sold us out. Most Southerners who own slaves were those people. Mm. Once again, here at Dagalonian News Documentary Network, we cannot confirm or deny. And I understand I sound suspiciously like the unsolved mystery guys, but hear this. We won't confirm or deny the veracity of any of these statements, but we will encourage you to do your own research. Find out the truth. If what Lone Star Texan said is true, then what will you do about it then? <laughs> Six Semper Fucktaurus says, By God, we'll have a home sooner or later in this life or the next. We will destroy you, Circulon. Dirtbag Welder says, Having some beers and returning kit tomorrow. New page. <sighs> Roger that, sir. Good luck. Best of luck. Um, it ain't, and it's not easy, but it's definitely doable. I couldn't even imagine what it was like to be out when I was in. And now that I've been out a few years, the first couple of years were tough. And then it's like, I don't even, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how the fuck I did it for as long as I did. It's like being in prison. You just get used to it. And then, uh, the years start flying by, uh, the boog and blue taco says, let the Cirques be Cirques for they shall live under the boot heel, thy boot heel, stand tall and righteous. The righteous shall prevail. Pugalonians five, five six. We need a whole. We need a whole Bible. I think. What do you guys think? I think we need another. Go a little bit crazy with these. <laughs> well, we're all caught up. I'll save it for a second. I just gotta re. Yes, this this is important. We'll get to that in a moment. Or maybe now. It's all to say. Nah, we'll do it now. <laughs> we want to live one way, and they want to force us to live a different way. Except there's not 20 of us, there's like uh, hundreds of millions. And uh, we're the ones with all the life skills, and already been used to being beat up and suffering and, and sacrificing. And the people that want us to do the things are weak, soft, spoiled, entitled. All of our people, the people on our side are all the ones with the guns, the fighting ability, the, the tenacity. They have... I'm, this isn't stacking up well, so when this... I, I don't know, I'm, I'm curious. That's what motivates me, Tony. 
Now who's the light and who is the devil? You can't decide, so we'll be your guide. And one by one, they will be head chosen. Now this is what it's like when worlds collide. Yeah, let me let me see, Phil. Let me see. Nice, she's hot. Good for you. You've got quite a weekend coming up, huh? I'm happy for you. CRJ says KGB also went bonkers in the final years. Arbitrary arrest of innocent, even more ridiculous laws. The Guam Hobo State isn't getting stronger. Its grip is slipping faster. It is. You can see it, guys. I'm telling you. Look. Go look. Do you see more people or less people angry? More people fed posting or less? When I, when you type war in a comment section, some ridiculous government mandate, do people agree or do they disagree? It's like when you see the sun start to come up, you know? It's like, well, it's soon going to be daytime. No, it could still be nighttime. No, it's it's a cycle. It we, it can't be stopped. It's beyond us as people. We can't do anything about this. It's I I see daylight. I see it. All right, I see it. I see millions of people going. I'm real mad. What's your solution to that? Arrogance. You don't have. You don't have a solution. And I I this annoys me so much. Probably because I know better. I'm guys. I don't want to hear about the UN troops. All right? There's no UN troops. The UN is an alliance of countries like Canada, the United States, Britain, New Zealand, Australia, Germany, France, etc., so on. Those countries are all quite busy with their own domestic problems and have quite a security situation. If if one pops off in one, it's going to spread to another, spread to another, spread. So where is where is this army because we would just send 200 men to a deployment and they switch hats and go, "No, I'm a UN soldier." But those are Canadian soldiers, but now they're gone. And then they'll say, "Well, the Chinese." Well, then then it's just a Chinese invasion, isn't it? Everyone's going to see um right. Um is it just me or all these troops some Chinese? Yes, all of them, actually. Are we being invaded? Oh, see, it, it seems very much like that. Yes, Thompson. <laughs> Bro. Um, as, as much as I'm ready to be like, government, you want to fucking throw hands? I will fa- I will fight you anytime, anywhere, Strang. <laughs> That's one thing. You want to drop fucking Mao Zedong in my country? I'm not an evil man. But there is a power in just taking the absolute human soul of, of your enemy. You know, like I would fucking do all kinds of things to you, motherfucker. I, you do not want to be here. Do not try and occupy North America. The horrors that you will endure will make Mao Zedong and Pol Pot and the in the Khmer Rouge and the in the Red Guard. It's gonna look like a cheerful memory to you. I mean it. Right? It's easy. You don't talk like us. You don't look like us. And you're pointing guns at us. <sighs> Woe to those idiots. It's like 12 million gun owners in the country, by the way. But but please, sure. 
and, and never mind the logistic train from Beijing to Canada, back and forth, the U.S. There's so many obstacles. I'm just telling you, as my not quite amateur opinion, I'm not a, prof- I'm not a staff officer. I was never a, a general, right? But I have a, a, a more than a layman or NCO's appreciation of the strategic situation. China invading and conquering and occupying North America is about as likely as us colonizing Mars next year. I mean, is it impossible? No. Is it likely? <laughs> For a variety of reasons I don't want to get into, uh, no, it's not likely. It's very unlikely, actually. And if they tried, it would be the biggest fucking uh, military disaster of all time. So either way, don't do it. Good for me. Do it even better. We can build statues by the time we thumped you so hard. So hard, it should be on fucking Pornhub. That's where it should be. That's how bad you got fucked. <laughs> Please bring it. Bring it. Oh, my God. Uh, Black Guy Bigot says, I don't use a fake Vax Pass to go to restaurants because I wouldn't want to put on white face through the 1900s in the height of segregation era. <laughs> you guys rule. Thank you so much. I use the, the shit you guys sent me all the time. Had some good use out of it. Still using it today. Thank you very much, boys and girls. I appreciate it. I'm pretty sure they're all boys, but uh, yeah. They called me on the phone. It was really hilarious. And the funny thing is I was in, a, in the middle of a fight with somebody arguing or whatever, and I had this weird number call me. Some weird shit was going on at the time. So I was like, stop, I got to take this. And I was like, hello? I was cranky anyway. And they're like, hello, uh, is this the leader of Diagalon? And I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> who the fuck are you, man? What? And they're like, oh, well, we're from firearmsoutlet.canada.com. And I'm like, not convinced. <laughs> How'd you get my number? Like, you bought this stuff in the summer? And I was like, those are things I bought. Uh, you, you know, we had to ship it to you. I'm like, that's true. And that's, you know, we have your contact info. And I was like, all right, fine. What do you want? <laughs> so, I feel bad, but I hopefully, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to, you know. I like this. They were trying to send me stuff for free, like a present. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like a huge dick. I just want you guys to know there was extenuating circumstances. Other things were going on. I was in a, I was having a day. I'm a human being. I'm allowed to have these kinds of things happen. Anyway, a one zero. Thank you very much. Another new one, man. We're there's so many new people all the time because it's true and it's right and everybody wants to be on team good guy, but it's got to be real. Met, but when it is real, oh my god. Does it bring the boys to the yard? My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and my milkshakes are your milkshakes. I'm drinking your milkshake. And I bring them to the boys, and they all come to the yard, and you've only got, ooh, your clock's ticking. Every minute that goes by, you get weaker, we get stronger. Let's dance. Let's dance a slow dance, Tony. Maybe you'll get a different kind of slow dance. I mean, I know I live in your head so hard that it's just hard to imagine. He has, they have, Anti-Hate has to watch every minute of this because they never know when I'm going to say like a bad word or say a, a Jew thing, right? And they need to clip it all, so they're forced to see it all. So I just, Tony.
join us. You know you want to. We're the good guys. We rule. Come on. Did you like that, Tony? Phil did. He liked it a little too much for my liking. Birth through a sexist. This is the song Pumpkin washes cars to. In jean shorts. That's important. And an 80s Freddie Mercury mustache. <laughs> That's enough of that. That got really disturbing. Boog Barbie may never be the same after that. I don't know what happened, but um, it, no, it's literally true. Like it, it. I've known this for a while because they'll pull out clips of things. It's like I don't even like a, just a a one minute segment from an obscure time. It's like so I know they're watching everything that I do. So I like to just just know. And this is for your entertainment. The tens of thousands of people that listen to this. Thousands just on YouTube, a couple thousand more on Rumble, thousands more. It's on, dude, it's crazy. That people that hate me the most were just forced to sit and listen to Def Leppard while I peck danced for two minutes and nine seconds. They had, they had to watch that. They couldn't look away because I could say, fuck the Jews at some point or something like that, right? I could, I could do a Hitler salute. Anything's possible. They can't look away. They had to watch it. <laughs> this is what you do for money. Imagine. Imagine. That's your job. He's sitting there. Imagine that fucking poor piece of shit's wife. He's like, oh. you know, no, he's literally like, and it's, it's quieter because it's behind the scenes, right? He's just like watching the stream. Tony, what are you doing? I'm working. I can't! I'm fucking working right now! <sighs> and he's just sitting <laughs> That's a double thick milkshake I just drank right there. That's a tasty one. That feels good. Someone said, what was it? That was Def Leppard. Do you not know? Pour some sugar on me. That's every stripper song until like literally 99. I think they held on to that. They may still use it. Well, anyway. Um, anyway. How do we get here? A10, again, he says, the cans versus the cannots. Roger that. Hellbilly Deluxe. Thank you both very so much. When I was 16, I wanted nothing more uh, to be PPCLI, but due to the non-functional left eye I have since I was three, oof. I was denied support. I support with pride for my friends that I that did join. It didn't come home, and the ones I'm proud of have her backs now. I love my respect, vets. I want I want people to know this because there's a lot of weird like 
Um, and, and I want you to know this is, and I, I don't think any other veteran on our fucking team would ever once disagree with me. All right. At least people that are like, listen, I never did anything, but I'm like, you don't have to do that. All right. We're just happy you're here. No one's looking down on you and no one's thinking like, well, I mean, you know, you'll never be fucking, it, it's just not a thing. Okay. We're happy to have you. We love you guys and we're glad you're here. And that's that, you know, I don't care where you came from. If you're in a fucking hole in Passchendaele and some fucking 19 or 40-year-old man or 50, anybody in between get, just jumps in next to you wearing the same uniform, bayonet fixed, and he looks at you and goes, hey, I just got here. You're going to go, all right, this sucks. But uh, Roger, you know, you're going to fist bump the guy and be like, well, see you on the other side, man. That's it. That's it. All right? So don't <laughs> – we love you guys. You don't have to – you don't have to, you know, provide a reason for why you weren't here before, but you're here now, and that's what matters. Uh, SL2Ts, how you doing, Steve? He says, Merry Christmas, bigot, pure blood, stay true to liberty, and come together. See you on the field. Cheers, Ray. It's the beach, the field, the landing zone, whatever it's going to be. Redneck Asian, thanks, Steve. I hope you're doing well. Was that you that put the sign in Edmonton? <laughs> Could have been. Redneck Asian says, pretty burnt out from work today, but still wanted to stop by and say thank you for uniting all the bigots. Have a great evening, everyone. Thank you very much, Redneck Asian. We got a black guy. We got an Asian. <laughs> we're just like the Germans. Who obviously were allied with Asians and, and, black, and had a lot of black people in the Wehrmacht as well. The similarities are everywhere. <laughs> GGR says, that's it. We need a General Lee with old slashy on it for pumpkin to wash. That's, that is what we need. Billy Masterson says, if Buddy had a non-functional left brain instead of an eye, the PPCLI would have snapped him up. Yeah. They want you to be dumb. No. <laughs> Hey, man, there was a guy that was in the Van Dues. He lost an eye overseas. He stayed in for many more years after the fact. Don't think that you're useless because you can't. Uh... And, and there was a blind knight in Germany who actually had kills. The guy was fucking literally blind and had kills. Like, he was blind. Couldn't see anything, right? So if you think you're anywhere near the top 1,000 people in the history of, of war and fighting and struggle to only have one eye and also be a legend, you're not even in the first. Dude, get in line, all right? It's littered, littered with these guys. Uh, David Romero says, if you're ever in the Cayuga area, you're welcome to do a stream in my chicken coop. That would be an interesting time. That would be indeed. Um, I got one more dope fire speech from Reagan here, and then uh, we'll have to work it towards winding this down, but uh, I'll be right back. Cheers, guys. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, Fight! No other people on earth. Fight! It was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended 
in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. He's crying. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. Fuck yeah! It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. Fuck yeah! It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. <laughs> Let that be understood Dang by on. those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of Who's freedom... Who's that sound like? Those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. Yes. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. We are Dagalon. Write that down. For Reagan! Commence the cavalry charge. Wouldn't that be amazing? And it's like, you know, America's a country, but it's an idea, really. It wasn't a country based on geographical borders or anything like that. It was based upon this is what we believe, this is who we are, and let's go. You gotta love America, guys. You gotta love for that. For the balls of these guys. The giant galactic-sized balls. A bunch of dudes sitting around somewhere in Boston. Wherever being like, dude, fuck the king, though, right? Fuck that guy. I agree. Fuck his taxes and fuck his re constant requests for, you know, troops for wars and all this kind of thing. What if we, like actually told him to go fuck himself though what if what if this is and i want you to remember this is a true story that's why they hate america more than anyone this is a tr they were the country that got they were the people that got away and they held on for a while what if fuck them though like for real and we just shut all their shit down and everybody they send to stop us we just fucking ice them too and we just shut it all down and we're like we're doing our own thing now well, we'll send the army. Send them. We'll fucking deal with them, too. Fuck you. Fuck you. And, oh, and by the way, the people that they're opposing is the biggest empire the world has ever seen at the time. And you're simply just a small colony of peasants, essentially. Then 
you know, a war starts and you lose and you lose some more and then you lose a lot more and it's looking real bad. I mean, this is good. We are fucking, it, it's, you know, forecast is uh, not sunny in, you know, 25. I'll put it that way. And then it just flips at the last minute and the momentum changes and it never turns back. And those people that had no business telling a king to go fuck himself are now masters of their own destiny and run their own country through sheer force of will. That is one of the most amazing human stories ever told in history. And it's offensive to me that it's not on TV every Friday night forever. Just different guys in the Founding Fathers being badasses. And that's what they hate. Go read, you know. These guys were based, like they got it, right? And they're trying to take that away. Their sacrifice and struggle lasted so long. It was so powerful that it lasted hundreds of years. And now it's just it's just time to go back to work. Every once in a while, a bridge needs maintenance. The floors need to be redone. The cabinets need to be repainted, don't they? Why should this be any different? And so you've got a country like Canada full of a lot of the pretty not super strong people. <laughs> um In the in the idea that that they're not very politically motivated, like they're just kind of like leave us alone, like we're we're just we don't care, right? We're more American than you. We just want to be left alone, eat chips, watch TV. We don't care. We don't care. And if if you pushed those, you pushed British Columbia. <laughs> okay, these people have gone so far. That they've pushed British Columbia to this. To the point. <laughs> I mean. Look at it. This is British Columbia. Why didn't you see this in the news? You know who these people are? That's the premier and other politicians and some of their health officials. Being, <laughs> being hung in effigy to death. Politicians hanged in effigy at protest at BC legislature reflect a disturbing trend says expert, says a circ expert, I don't see this as a disturbing trend. I see this as more people are so annoyed with you, so frustrated with you, that they had the basic decency to at least warn you that you are this close from getting yeeted into the stratosphere. You're this close. This is a threat. This is a warning from the people of British Columbia, whoever they are, and again, no idea who they are. Wish I knew them. You know, They're, we're everywhere. It's just, what are you going to do? You're going to crush humanity? I mean, just change your name from anti-hate to anti-people. We're just, we're pro-fucking communism and everybody that's not should be killed. This, this is, this is Canada. This is, this is British Columbia. You made British Columbia this crazy in just two years. Hippie, weed-smoking, People living in the woods, rich people, British Columbia, is now doing this. Did, did you catch maybe one more time? 
surfing, free heroin, free drugs, peace and love, hippie, everybody's got STDs, prostitution is not only legal, it's encouraged, British Columbia, no one could be more stoned, happy, drugged out, and fucked out of their brains all the time anymore, everything they could possibly want, British Columbia, that place is hanging politicians in effigy because they're so angry at you. I would just like to point that out. If I'd worked for the government, I would be the Frank Grimes in the room saying, um, this is a problem. You've made a serious problem. Oh, shut up, Frank. You got a bad attitude. It's just a couple of crazy people. A couple people did not do this. This took a while to produce, put together. Like, there's four of them at least hung up there. It was more than a couple. And you know who took them down? Not the crowd. crowd didn't take him down. The crowd did this. Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear it, Tony? I really want you to look at this. And this is why they hate me so much, because... <laughs> it's true, and they, they can't... They can't ignore it. I said there'd be more protests. It's going to escalate. They're going to push people to a corner. They're going to get more and more extreme. Canada, British Columbia looks like this now. This is now the face of British Columbia. And you're going to tell me that every day it's not a getting closer? Are you sure? I can just hear those V8s now. You're like one or two real bad decisions away from this going from, well, you know, one thing to something else. Hey, play games, win prizes, ruin lives, <laughs> reap consequences. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't make this happen. I didn't fire anyone. I didn't hurt anyone. Every day seems a little longer. I didn't take decisions that marginalized and silenced and persecuted people and physically harmed them and their families. That wasn't me. That was someone else. BC, who knew? Who knew? Who's next? What's next? What's next? I'm sure the, uh, the the lovely people on the other side will say, "Oh, nothing's next. This is just a couple of crazy people." Yeah. Remember how I said you're paying? You're, you're so obsessed with me because I'm the loudest and I'm on the internet and you can't go anywhere. You know that that drives them so much 
crazy, right? Because they're scrolling through shit. I gotta check all these right wing feeds, and they see my face so much it drives them fucking crazy. And we were so focused on me clowning around in a basement somewhere. You missed these people entirely. Who are they? What's their plans? No one knows. Because you love my face so much. Because I stole your milkshake. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Somebody says, I thought thought BC was beyond cucked. Good job. Even they're waking up. Right? Dude, there's there's signs that things are in BC. Not even like Alberta. I would have expected that in like Edmonton. Maybe. Maybe. But the fact that it happened in British Columbia is, oh, my goodness. Billy Masterson says, uh, we had a mass corporal who lost a leg to his tow cable. He taught towing safety. <laughs> so you might say he was an expert. <laughs> he was a official expert. Hail Billy Deluxe says, if you had it uh, when you got it, if you had it when you got in, you were good. Not so much to join. The ferryman says, here's a tip. Pick it up with your butt cheeks for me. Jesus Christ. Rocky says she likes it. 10 out of 10. Do more Magic Mike. I will not do it. Magic Mike? What do you think, Chess? Two two for yes. Okay, I guess we're doing it. He said, yeah. I mean, he calls his own shots. Imagine. Such a dickhead. He's obnoxious. It's so bad. I have very limited talents. Let me use them and fucking leave me alone. I'm brain damaged. I'm retarded. I'm deaf in one year. I'm only five foot nine. I'm basically a fucking midget. Let me have what I got. You goddamn height supremacists. Full draw scrub says, oh, look what's happening here. I don't know if that's you. I don't know if I can I can do this. Let's see here. I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna copy paste and then that way I don't have to click the link. Said link. Where is this? Uh-huh. Where's this? Christine Elliott. That's one of the people. We're all inside of her house, it looks like. Here we go. My page is public. Invite Elliot. Hilarious. Who's Christine Elliott? Which one's she? We're outside your house, Christine. Christine, there's someone inside the house. How annoying would this be? With the shining lights in her windows and shit. <laughs> this is unacceptable. All I did was ruin lives and take away jobs and force people to feel coerced into putting their children in a medical experimentation they never asked for. Why are they out there shining lights in my windows? You're lucky that's all they're doing. Oh my God. If this was the middle ages, the things they would do to you. My goodness. Well, we'll call the police. Some of the people in the crowd are the police, Christine. Do you understand? You don't own them as like a... Pre- so many people hate you. So many people hate you Hate you guys. It's like become... It's going to be like Woodstock. Like everybody's coming. Everybody's going. Everybody's going to be there. Definitely you. Because you're where the party is. <laughs> we'll go to New Zealand. Yeah, we got boats. We'll get planes. We'll, we're going to find you. We're going to get you. You got a spaceship? Hope you got a spaceship. You got anywhere to go in said spaceship? That's what you're going to need when the planet, like, reaches a level where it's like that. Yeah. You're done. You're so, so screwed. The ferryman says, one Cirque's disturbing trend is another Dag's. You love to see it. You love to see it. 
You'll love to see it. Secular007 says, let us become the fighting devils again, like the Germans were in World War One and World War Two, and the Devil's Brigade against said Germans in World War II. Um, we have, dude, we have people that, <laughs> and they just don't, which is like blow, blowing my mind to me. Hellbilly Deluxe is 7.3 diesel rumble. Slow roll. Oh, happy day. And Six Semper Fuctaris says, these based BCers must hail from near the DMC. Expand our borders. We don't know. We're tr- we'll try to make contact. If you're listening, brave warriors in British Columbia, we need you in Dagalon. We want your help. <laughs> we need you amongst our people. Because we live in a world where this is real. Greg Rycliffe, everybody! Greg, Greggy, Greg, take it away. Refugees are a minority. We need social programs to lift them up and to accommodate their cultural differences. Unvaccinated? They're a minority. <laughs> we need to crush them like a bug. Ban them from society. Ban them. It's a good thing he didn't make another one. Oh, he did make another one. We need to raise the minimum wage. Labor is exploitation. Capitalism is a corrupt, patriarchal, oppressive system. Oh, what's that? You're unvaccinated? It's a free market. Businesses can ban you if they want to. It's their right. It's a private corporation. <laughs> it's a private corporation. <laughs> Nothing says I'm a fucking lion sack of shit like changing reality to suit my narrative, just like Jason Kenny, just like a lot of other people in uh, in the world in, in Circulon that we that we face. I want to show you something else that's quite frankly, <laughs> you might want to touch yourself. I mean, you might. I don't know for sure. I just from what I've read. For psychological reasons, there is a percentage of you, there's no denying this, it's small, but it's there, that this is how they would pleasure themselves. I'm just saying, it might only be two or three of you, I don't know, I'm just acknowledging you that I understand you, and (sighs) I'm just trying to find the right song to play here, because it's, I mean, there's always the, the obligatory. So I mentioned France was having some issues earlier. They're beyond the effigy stage. (laughs) France has more of achieved the I'm going to slam a brick, a cement block over a cop's head in the street in an attempt to brutally murder him by hand phase while we throw firecrackers and firebombs and chase riot police out of the town through sheer overwhelming physical violence that's where France is. So, anyway, here's a cutscene from the new movie called France, the documentary right now. Dude, this is this was the other day. It's grainy and it's fucked up, but it's like you can tell what's going on. They're being chased away. This is called a rout. This is when you get your ass handed to. Pick him up! Get him out of here! Let's go! It's the angry mob! Run for your lives! Run for your lives! Oh, did you see that? 
I wasn't kidding. Watch this guy come in from the right and just dummy this dude overhead with what looks like a large brick. It's insane. Look at him. Oh, and he nails him. Just loving this. This is his best. We're gonna haul the guy away. Come on, Jimmy. We gotta get out of here. He's so um. That's where France is right now. So to everybody so disturbed by the effigy thing, if that's your high water mark for like uncomfortable situations. You might need adult diapers going into the next next year or two. Definitely the next two years. Feel it. Lick that bitch and put her in the air. Yeah. Oh yeah. And wait till the wait till the adverse effects start piling up in the kids. Those kids have dads, you know. I bet you thought the boob would have a better soundtrack. I did too. But uh, we got Buddy Holly and we got Seriously though, people are uh, people are not, they're upset. They're a little they're upset and they're uh, you know doing things. We're doing the doing things. Um, Hail Billy Deluxe is already touching myself. Roofy pudding pop. He you know he roofied himself. Ree Norseman says hockey sticks clearing out smoke grenades soon. The ferryman says is Billy in France? He could be. No, he's back there. Billy? No, you're not in France. He's still there. He may have sent some people to France though. I won't uh, deny that. I'm not going to say that that's not true. So, what do we got here? We know we know we're on the right side, guys. This is another example because if you don't love Julian Assange, you you don't either you don't know what's going on or you're something wrong with you. Uh, now, the word on the street is he was double yabbed in prison against his will, or who knows. But he's had a stroke now as he's being extradited to the U.S. to face the death penalty for espionage. <laughs> because trust the plan. Because the world's run by good people. And that's why in the world of good people, whom, of course, the all of the, the, the sexual assault claims and all that stuff against, those have been dropped and those are gone forever because they were never real to begin with. 
What is this man's crime? His crime was showing the people of the world how sick and depraved and evil these monsters are. That's what he did. He published their emails. He published the evidence of their crimes so that the population of the world, their subjects, their slaves, could see them for what they were. And he is suffering on your behalf. This man is suffering an insane price. He hasn't seen his family. His He has children. Has, oh, has it been a decade or more? 12 years? His health, his mental health, his physical health. He was locked in an embassy for years. Now he's being extradited to be executed after suffering a stroke and God knows what else torture. Because he published things the government didn't want him to publish. That's the truth of the world you live in. So I said, you know, as it kind of like if anybody inspired Dagon, it was Ronald Reagan. And so as much as Julian Assange, God help these fucks if we all had the guts of this guy. How many times could he have flipped and given them things? And he never, obviously he never did because he's still being punished. Or they're just trying to make an example of what they'll do to someone, some one man who dares, who dares to face the machine. You ever see that that picture? Everybody's worried about being the first. I don't want to go first because it'll be me. Dude, there's already been people that went first. He's one of them. This is a real guy. This is a real person whose life has been absolutely fucking annihilated by these psychopaths. There's already been that first guy. You know, the, the one that stands up and he gets whipped. And a bunch more, and they whip them, and then a bunch more, and a bunch more. We're at the, we're at the ending stages of this because of people like this, because of guys like this who put... Just this is important. Above, it's this is more important than me. It doesn't matter what happens to me because this is more important. People need to know this. What if Julian Assange was the only person in the world that could have released the Podesta emails, could have released the Iraq War information, could have released all that shit on the FBI and and Hillary and everybody else, and he didn't? What would? Where would we? There was no money in it for him. I wouldn't say he's famous. He's infamous. He's been in prison. Like, how great has his life been this whole time? The world we occupy now, where we all are right now, if this story doesn't convince you, nothing will, that this world and the people that control it do not like the truth. Because if they did... They would have given him a Nobel Prize. They would have made him a rich man. They would have said, thank you so much for alerting us to these psychopaths, these monsters, these child predators, these thieves, these killers. Thank you so much for alerting us to that. Now we can destroy them. Julian's a hero. Here is your statue of equal height to the Statue of Liberty. That's what... Where is that? Uh, not from America, Britain, Canada, Germany, France, Spain. No one, no world leader, no country, no people in the world are like, wow, what a great thing. No one. What does that tell you? Because damn the man that tells the truth and exposes corrupt, evil, psychopathic billionaires and, and, and you know government representatives and people selling the people. How? 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 Because the world's run by good people. Th- this one problem alone should do it for you. That's that's it. What did he do? What did he do? He told the people of the world, hey, 
These guys are fucking sick in the head. They're fucking crazy. Here's evidence. We uh, Help. Help. Oh, my God. They're insane. Uh, here, look for yourselves. That's what he did. And this is what he got as a result of it. So what does that tell you about where we were at? And what does that tell you about people like Marxist.ca, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, the Liberal Party, all these people that would attack a guy like that? I'm sure they've probably, if you go back for enough, he's a white supremacist too, I heard. I heard he was a rapist in a misogynist thing, right? How can you not see the, the, the subject matter of what he was posting and the time that he did it and the consequences of which, and then he was attacked by a bunch of accusations and not go, hmm, I don't know about that. I think you're just trying to bring this guy down for fucking you over. How do you not... <laughs> Not everybody can be an astronaut, Tony. Sorry. It's just the way it goes. That's good evidence right there. And that they're rewriting something like George Orwell's 1984. It needs a politically correct rewrite. <laughs> it's going to be told by his feminist wife's uh, version of, of Smith. John Was it John Smith? I can't remember now. When all the records were destroyed, how does it go? When all the books were rewritten. Like, I remember a lot. I've said it so many times. But I don't want to fuck it up. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day, minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Or I would posit to you in which we are in a pandemic. Who feels that way? History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which we're in the middle of a pandemic. They're evil. And like I said, um, that's, these are the two most important things to remember. Is that this is a spiritual battle, and, that, and that's why they attack your spirit. They're not attacking you physically. They're not, a, I mean, not really. They're not attacking your, you know, they are, their objective seems to be crushing you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, so that you submit, and that is the most powerful form of slavery. You become a slave when you accept submission. And they say, put the chains on and the beatings will stop. And you go, I would rather that. I don't, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I'll be your slave. Fine. Just stop beating me. Stop torturing me. Stop burning me. Like doing whatever it is you're doing. Right? Once you do that, you're fu- you, you've submitted in your head like these people getting on their knees and like washing feet and I apologize for colonialism. Like all the, the shit they're doing. Like you're literally subjecting yourself in like a slave-like manner. You're submitting to the will of something you, you feel is more powerful than you. But it isn't. This is all in your head. These are outside influences trying to get in your head and convince you that submission and compliance is just, you know what, it may not be what you want, but it's just what's easier and it's just what's best. And you know what, everything's going to be fine anyway. 
because they're the devil. And why wouldn't they say something so conveniently perfect that you could say, even though I don't like, I just, you know, thank you for giving me an out. Why would they give you an out like that? I've never seen a coercive method to make people think and believe something so strongly in my entire life. And I lived through the Iraq War and 9-11. Not even close, man. This is ass. This is fucking insane. If you're beyond under the age of 25, you need to understand how crazy this is. This is uh, <laughs> Michael Bay movie level ridiculous. This is beyond insane. I, it, I, I, it's a lot of us struggle to maintain our sanity on a day to day basis, and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And sometimes people put up effigies. <laughs> what do you think they'll do next? Because they didn't start there, did they? They started with posting on Facebook, and then you blocked them. Then they started going to rallies, and then you took pictures of them and called them white supremacists. And then you took their job away because of their white supremacists. Then they strung up an effigy out front of the government building. Well, we'll just find more ways to punish them. What do you think happens to people that feel like, I've got nothing to lose anymore. I literally have nothing to lose, everything to gain, and fuck you so much. I just, it's, it's staggering to me that they don't see, and I really don't believe they, th they think it's coming, that they're that ignorant. They want, your, they want your spirit most of all. Even despite everything, two years of the most concentrated propaganda campaign, demoralization campaign, all the movies, the everything. It's everywhere. Designed to break you, break you down, make you cave, make you give up, make you be subservient, compliant, neutral, passive. No harm, no foul. Just an easy to push around little kind of a kind of a slave animal. It's like a donkey, maybe, or, or some kind of a calf, or a small horse, perhaps. And it didn't work. And you're madder than ever. And you've got more friends than ever. And more of us know each other than ever. And every time they push and take things away and take away jobs, people work harder than ever and they find solutions to things. Now they're even more difficult to... Now all they've done is reinforced a belief in themselves that they can do it and they can make it and fuck you for making me do this. I've now dedicated my entire existence to fighting you as long as I live because you're an evil, omnipotent force that wants to persecute, harass, and hurt people unless you do what it says. Well, I'm not going to do what you say. Not today. Not now. Not ever. And like I said before, this is our town. This is our place. This is our home. These are our streets. These are our buildings and our monuments and our fucking soccer fields and our statues and our graveyards and our battlefields and everything in between this belongs to us we took it we built it we maintained it we bled for it and there's no fucking scenario in history where you are just going to take this away without any kind of a fight i will die right here right now before you ever get another inch because you're inching real close to my kids i'm sorry daddy's gonna snap now it's as simple as that The beaties will continue until morale improves, says Hellbilly. Chelsea says, not sure which part of my interest is more warrior, the French Slavic or native. Cadillac Slam watching videos of Russian cropping barrels. Dropping barrels from uh, helicopters in Syria. And from a few years back, lets the imagination wonder what some panorite a drone could do. Doesn't it? Chelsea says, now I'm confused which part of my racist interest is more warrior, Slovak, French or native, all flawed authority. 
All of them. They've just combined to make a super, re just rebellious, evil, like, I'll fight you to the death kind of, kind of person. Thanks, guys. The Ferryman. Renor after the fact, I'll, I'll repost the link here. They're going to do a little after thing with the Ferryman and who knows what else. Chelsea, the Ferryman. Renorseman. Hellbilly Deluxe. Six Semper Fuctaris. Secular 007. Full draw scarves. Hellbilly Billy Masters and David Romero. GGR. Redneck Asian Steve. L2Ts. Alone Zero. Black Guy. Bigot. ZRJ. this week the harder you are to kill the more they hate you and the more they hate you the closer you are to winning write that down the more they hate you the more effective you are you understand the boog and blue taco dirtbag welder six number four tires lone star texan burda boy natasha c Liquid Ice, nice to see you against a Rob Baker. Pilot Mike, Canadian Roughneck, the government here. Zodiac, North Point, Lost De Death Boog Dog. GGR, Carrot SK, Sergeant Bear, Ammo C9M. Scott Baker against uh, Quinny the Great. Cam is key. Uh, Cormac Kerr. We're with you, buddy. NYC bit. DJ Cognil, Merc 306, Johnson Triple Six. Filthy Weasel. Filthy. So filthy. Mitch V. Fox. The Blue Taco. I think he may be the same guy. Pooh Putt Platter. Windsor 519. Bruger, a.k.a. Eastern Primus. Robert Illegal. Todd Salerno. Uh, Chris W.T. Burke. Rhinos. Sugar Rocket. Reverend Chad. Evidence, Evidence Violates TOS. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you again on Wednesday, hopefully, God willing, RagingDissident.com, Gab, Telegram, Instagram, EntropyStream.live, slash RagingDissident, 8 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if you want to come in live, go to the Entropy Chat and send me a message, and I'll uh, probably scream at how much you've driven me insane. Telegram, t.me, slash RagingDissident, find your friends, uh, uh, showtimes, updates, links, and all of that, and whatnot. I guess, that's it. I ran, ran through that. Bill, Billy, what do you think about that? That's it. Okay, Billy. Let's go. That's enough. That's why we don't let you talk. That's why we don't let you talk. I'll see you guys again. RagingDissident.com. All the links and everything are there. Um, Six Emperor Tyrannus Perpetria. Guys, you got to see it. Am I wrong? You can feel it. We're coming back and we're coming hard. <laughs> we're coming hard on your back. What? What? Phil, I feel better. No, I no, I definitely still want the drugs. I mean, I, don't, I just better than before. I don't mean. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, you do use my credit card to pay for them. So I feel entitled every once in a while. It's a kilogram. I, no, no, this is not a, not a friend zone thing. No, I'm not spotting you one. I'm not spotting you a kilogram of cocaine. Why don't you just ask me for a house? Hey, do you have a speedboat I can use for a month? What kind of demands are that? You know what we do around here. I, I'm a dude. I am an eight ball operation at best. No, I'm not going to get, because we already did that earlier this evening. Don't you remember? No, my credit card has a daily withdrawal limit on it, Phil. He always does this. He goes, what if I can interest you in something? And he starts doing this. I don't know why, because he's not even a human, let alone female, and just doing a sexy dance to make me, like, weirded out. He's got this. He puts the trench coat on, and he dances in it. But he's, what do you got this? And he pulls something. Yeah, okay, fine. What? Okay, it's a list of uh, names, phone numbers, addresses, uh, place of business, work. uh, Oh, man. Oh, no, this is actually really valuable. Phil, what do you want for the... Give it back! I wasn't even done. I saw some people on there. I'd really like to visit. Well, I I don't know. I'm willing to go pretty far. I'll say that. What? My definition. I don't. Fu- Dude, name your price. <sighs> Phil. There comes a time in every man's life when he's got to make a big decision. They say that the sum of a man's life can be can be whittled down to five big decisions. And this would be number four and maybe three and five. You want me, to, in exchange, to sell all of my living assets, liquid and otherwise, and sign it all over to you in good faith? Why is that in quotations? For this list? You know what? No, I'm out. I feel like you've overplayed your hand. That's too much. That's crazy. That's crazy. You were just testing me. Sure you were. You know, you're not testing that whole plate. That whole plate. Look at you go. You're vacuuming it up like a motherfucking...